Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Mayat Hotep, the better love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. And at this time, every Sunday, there's many people that are drumming to raise the vibration inside of you and outside. So uh, we are going to drum for an hour here to participate with others that are drumming at this time. So at doing this time, you could do your mantras, you can meditate, you can visualize, and you could just feel the vibrations of the drums. Thanks for joining me, and uh, let's go with the drumming.
together when we were Sometimes we rap, sometimes we sing In the summer of the winter 
street stuff. Ladies real pretty, city to city. But now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. From the bottom to the top, top to the bottom. I'm gonna rock on why I still got them. I'll rap in shower, had style and power. And this is our disco hour. I don't know it all if you have heard. So it's up to me to spread the word about the man that we feel. It's got to be real. I'm proud of so if it's all right with you, it's all right with me. We're gonna rock you people's minds with ease with some help from the mic show, if you please. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, let's see. The six seven one. Your your line is open. Hello. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, we can. Thanks for joining us. Thank Off day. you. Off day. One of the Off day. Uh, <laughs> this is my sister Bernice. Can you hear Bernice? Off day. Half a day, half a day, Bernice. Yeah. Kamusika. Buenos dias. Y'all doing all right? Thank y'all for calling in. Yeah, thank y'all for calling in from the beautiful island of Guam, way across the waters. And, uh, man, we excited, you know. We've been beaming out international, and I know y'all have a very uh, potent and vibrant message to bring today, and you know, I'm sure our sister Bernice would like to, you know, tell us all about uh, her situation. And uh, so, yeah, we're we just going to sit back and let y'all have the floor for a little while. We're going to have a poetry session a little later on for y'all who want to uh, do a little spoken word. Later on in the session, we'll do a little spoken word poetry session. So um, we're so glad y'all here, Dr. D. Your, the floor is yours. Okay. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. I want to introduce you to my special sister, my Hanai sister that adopted me here from Guam and her beautiful family um, on Amit Farm. So I'm going to let her tell you about who she is, what she does, and what is going on on this great island of Guam right now. So there you go, Bernie. Tell them who you are. My name is Bernice Nelson, I'm 75 years old, and I'm a farmer for medicinal herbal garden. Um, I started uh, the garden on 75, no, I started the farm in 1975. Uh, my dad uh, farm, and then when my husband retired, we come back, and then I opened my dream to heal people, to serve people the island by planting a lot of herbal medicine so they could um, use it instead of uh, uh, local drugs or, I mean, you know, prescription or, um, and I don't have any illness because when I get headaches, I go out and I take the herbs and drink and make tea. But um, my problem is here, I'm trying to stay on this place, but the land trusts are giving me a hard time. So I don't know what this so, Okay. Well, tell them, okay, you started the herbal garden. Um, I'm sorry, you guys interrupted. Um, she has a beautiful herbal garden of culture. All the herbs there are, she had to go into the rainforest and different forests to actually plant those different herbs on her farm that are just known in Guam. But also she brought some other medicinals and flowers and plants from other places she's visited over the years and has planted them. And she has what we call a herbal botanical garden there that she started in 2010. She was the first Amit farm on Guam, first. So first of all, that's historical. Um, because all the sahanas and all the medicine and all of that, if you go into the forest, you go into the woods, you pick up these things, they go through different ceremonies. And she has it right there on her farm, and she gives educational tours 
for schools, for them people to learn about their tomorrow culture, for them to learn about the different herbs they need. And they don't even know because some things that we think are weeds are not actually weeds, but they're medicine. So she teaches them and she invites people to come out and do tours. She doesn't charge people. She puts in all her own money. This is not a profit-making farm. Like most farms, they're making profit. She does not make a profit. She goes by donations, so any donation she gets, she puts it right there back in the box to either pay the worker or to get supplies for the different plants. So she was given this particular land and 1975, and she got an acre. She went back, and they gave her another acre and went back. And then Mawa hit. I don't know if y'all know, we had a typhoon here in, in May of this year. So it damaged a lot of her irrigation system, a lot of her plants pulling up. She had to restart. And before that, there was COVID, and no one was allowed to go in and out. So that you know, took a toll on the business as well. But as they were recovering, marijuana came along. So with that, you go to FEMA, you apply, you ask for get help. So she went to FEMA and FEMA sent her to SBA, that small business, uh, small business associates, uh, for a loan for her to repair the farm. That's when she was given the problem saying that her her claim on the land was not substantial, that by her birthright. She had to prove that she was tomorrow. She had to prove that she was connected to the land. And when she proved that, she had to go back again. So that was not good enough proof that her great-grandfather was here, that, you know, he was born here, that uh, back in the Spanish War, her uh, father went to Saipan you know, as a kid to work, you know, for that. And then, you know, eventually they came back when, you know, with her. So I'm going to let her finish telling you. I'm not going to talk telephone, so I'm just telling you. You're doing you a real, <laughs> real good job better than me. <laughs> so go ahead. Go ahead and finish what you're saying. And because I'm kinda of a little bit shy telling what I you know, I know and all that stuff. But she's doing a really good job. You're doing good. Go ahead. So her grandfather is from Guam and during that time, during Spanish time, Spanish war time, a lot of them didn't want to be in the war so they they went to Saipan, you know, so they, they were not in the midst of the war and all that other stuff. So when she came back, she came back in 1948. Remember that date, 1948. Uh, she was here. She came back again, and she actually went to school here in 1968, okay? Guam was not part of the United States, but it became part of the United States, what, in 1959 or something like that? No, 1950 become organic uh, organic act. You have okay. to be here before 1950 in order to become a Guam resident or U.S. Right. So <clears throat> she was here during that time, but she never, they never gave her the organic act to be a citizen because she was actually here. So she got her citizenship in 1975. So she's a double citizen of the United yeah. States. You know, like now the Organic Act, because she was here, her her father was here, you know, all of that. And then <laughs> in 1975, with her husband, she became a citizen again. 
So she's a double, as Uncle Tom would say, she's a double citizen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more citizen than American. So she she does a lot of work. And the reason I'm passionate about it is that I got to know her. Um, I came to Guam um, and decided, you know, I wanted to do what I do. You know, I do the herbs and things and started connecting uh, with her. And I just happened to want to take my former landlord to see her because she had uh, cancer in her stomach. And for me, the first thing I think of is natural ways. I didn't know, you know, where to go. So I just prayed about it, and I was led to her. I called uh, Jaseel, who is the secretary uh, for Ahmed Farm, and she appointed me to Bernie's. And I called her, and then I had my landlord speak to her, former landlord speak to her so she could make an appointment to see her to help her with her cancer. Now, I don't know anybody that they can go somewhere and make a phone call and get all of this done within about a couple of days. So that's what happened. That's how personal it is. So the landlord, I guess, talked to her daughter, and the daughter is pro, pro-American pro synthetic medicine, her choice, not mine. So she decided not to do it. So I just decided, okay, well, then call her back, me and her. I got to talking about the herbs and what I know, and she said, okay. So one day I was like, you know what, I'm having some issues. Maybe I need to go see her to clear up some spiritual issues myself. So I just happened to call her. She said, come on down to the farm. And I went there, and we just started talking, and we became good friends. That it, She just said, okay, this is my sister. Really took me in as a sister, not just like some people spoke the words. Ever since I've been there, I've been there with her family for the holidays, I've been there, to, and they feed you. Here in Guam, every time you sit down, she's like, oh, you want something to eat? No, I'm okay. She's going to ask you another 15 minutes. You sure you don't want something to eat? No. So finally you say, yes, I'll take something to eat. So then you sit down and you're eating and you're talking. Then she wants to get you something to drink. So her hospitality, she does not just do this for me. She does it for anybody that comes in. Anybody that has an issue or a problem, she listens, she helps, and she doesn't charge. She sits there and just, okay, let's see what we can do. She makes her own oils, uh, elixirs, and she has them there. She bottles up, and she makes a different medicine, and she explains about being a Sirhana. So I want them to know, how did you come into being a Sirhana here on Guam? Like, what was it that made you that wanted to be a Sirhana? Because your connection to the magic, which I call this plant, is beautiful and has been beautiful since birth, correct? Right. My auntie, she's a Carolina's uh, princess, and she's the one that's very powerful medicine lady. So her specialty is burn, which is that's what I asked for to learn. But it's it's very uh, um, energy. You drench your energy because you have to chant, and then you have to chew this medicine and spit it on the burn. And you don't have to get grafted or anything. I mean, it's people in Saipan goes to her every time they have burn, and you don't need graft. Your skin comes out like normal, and 
rainy season is not going to be painful or anything. Uh, so I asked her to teach me, and she told me that when I'm ready, I will know they contact her, and then we were in Hawaii station, so you know, mm-hmm. I pulled her up and said, Auntie, I think I'm ready. But I have a, a special guidance that I talk to when whether I, you know, I feel this person is not going to do anything or whatever. But when I met Ariel, it looks like we're connected as sisters way back. And so she's my sister. But my auntie is the one that's very powerful. So she teaches me a lot of chant uh, when you start to heal the person or burn. That I use that um, burn to my, when my sister or me, I just, you know, pray over it and uh, chant and then stop the pain. So when my husband retired, I asked him to come to Guam in 1996. And uh, 2005, I asked for half acres and they give it to me. I clean it. I start planning and that's my show and tell. I opened in 2010 for two pub- for the public. Whoever needs medicine, they just come over and it's free of charge. That's so, amazing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was saying that's amazing. I don't know anywhere that people are doing that. You know what I mean? Like giving medicine to different individuals free of charge plus extending energy um the different cultures from uh santeria to yoruba and so forth they do charge but i understand um some people have to you have to charge uh in the states but she has the herbs right there and she even gives them to free to the people she doesn't even charge her for the herbs that she's planted, she's cultivated in home. Um, that's what she does. So she just says anybody they feel like they leave a donation, they can leave a donation, which is really nice. Um, so that helps. She has oils that actually help heal the skin from chicken pots or shingles or breakouts, and she has rose oil that she makes. She makes all of this, all everything comes from her farm. She makes herself. This is not factory. It's not processed. She does everything in-house. She showed them how to make hibiscus tea. She explains about hibiscus tea. She talks about rosette tea, uh, the different uh, what we call guam weed, um, which she shows people how they can not only use it, Uh, and the tea, but also how they can stir-fry with it. You know how we talk about edible flowers. Uh, Hibiscus is an edible flower. Sweet pea flower is an edible flower. Not only can you use it to make tea and help your body relax and enjoy and give you vitamin C. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows what sweet pea is. Um, It's like a blue flower, but when I learned to use it when I lived in Thailand, um, we would use it to color our rice, to make our rice more purple or blue. All depends on how many, you know, sweet pea flowers we would use. So that was, for me, very amazing to learn that. But that's here. She has that. She has roses. Uh, she has, uh, what was that flower? Um, she's trying to grow lavender. We're working on that. 
Mm. She has uh, papayas. She has papaya trees. She has bananas. She also grows strawberries. She has mint, different kind of mint. Uh, she has what, uh, parsley. I mean, anything that you can think of for different herbs she has. Uh, she bought a lot of different herbs from uh, the mainland here, but also I believe she has some herbs from the Philippines. The people um, from the Philippines, like doctors in different countries, come and see her and visit her farm. She also does some exchanges where exchange students can come in there and actually work and see and learn because they want to learn some things as well. She goes to the schools, like I said, the elementary schools. Um, she's also in part of the agricultural farm here in Guam, or, um, the ag, what we call agar here, uh, agricultural, uh, agricultural system in Guam, where she helps them. She's at the CA, CSA um, helping them with the farmers, and she goes squash, and she has so many different things I feel it would be a shame uh, for them to close the farm, and that's what she's been fighting against, uh, them saying that now that you did all this work, we've made a mistake, now we want to take your farm. Uh, you know, don't come back, you know, come prove this. She goes and she proves this. So they tell her, go back, we need you to prove this. So each time it's like, I throw you a bone, but I want you to keep going back and proving more. So um, I went with her on Tuesday, on the 15th, uh, and I spoke up about losing our culture. We all know what it's like to lose our culture, if you can understand from some entity that comes in, decide that they know better and they want to take away from what is rightfully ours. So I had a, I have a passion about that of not devaluing the locals that are here to take away their culture so they don't forget because some of us have forgotten and don't know where we come from. So we're stripped of our lineage and our understanding. Sometimes it's hard to get back. So with that, I spoke compassionately to the board about this and what it would be, but also I feel like where she is, Amit Farm is a historical site. It's been there since 2010. She's first agriculture oval botanical garden on Guam, first. Now others are starting to get into the work behind her of learning and watching what she do. So now you're seeing a lot more Amit farm, but there is only one Amit farm that is botanical and herbal that has kind of I call, again, like I said, Guam magic that she started. So I let them know it would be an awful shame for that to go away and we're continuing to fight. So we're asking for anyone, for, you know, everyone out there to support us, send us your energy, send us your love and guidance that she's able to keep her land and continue to do and give to her community. Okay, para tata. Tano, did and I say that para, right? Paratautautano is for, I mean, Amut Paratautano is Amut means medicinal for the people of the land. Okay. That is now, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> I am learning. So that's I why have everything a is about the people. Uh, go ahead. 
Okay. Go ahead. Uh, has she has she um, thought about doing a land patent on her land? That's how you own what? the land. How do you do that? I would well. I would like to because you do it with the meets and bounds, not the legal description of the land. And I would like to connect her with with some people that know that has done it and know how to do it. Okay, that would be wonderful. Thank you, Miss Beverly. I really love that. Thank you. Thank you. And also, I wanted to um, to ask her. You know, we we have a lot of radiation. You know, we just bombarded with five Gs and all of this radiation. Is there any way she has uh, <clears throat> something that? we could take to kind of help us. I remember years ago someone told me to eat, was it sunflower seeds or something to kind of get the radiation uh, while sitting in front of these computers and all of this that we are in. Is there something that we could take for that? We have a, to detox your body, I have a lot of medicine for that. Uh, but I don't know okay. about the radiation because I'm not into all that. Only um, what, you know, like from diabetes, cholesterol, high blood pressure, uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. you know, cancer, a sore, okay. sprain. That's what I, I do. But I could study and go through because at night that's what I do. I travel or my niece travel all over the world, but, in, you know, uh, do a research of all the, okay. the plants, what the plants can do for you. Now, and what about, uh, I noticed that a lot of people have, like, knee problem, arthritis. Uh, is there something that can be taken to help with that bone on bone, to help build the characters? Um, I have arthritis of the knee. And I have headaches constantly because of the sun. I mix mm-hmm. a rosemary and um, alcohol, and you know, for three days I let it sit, and then I just spray my knee. And if I have a headache, I put it in my hand and dab it on my uh, uh, forehead. I haven't taken Tylenol mm-hmm. for four months, you know, six months already since I started doing that, okay. and I'm walking and go pulling grass and everything else, and I'm 75 years old. But all I do is spray every morning and before I go to bed. Now I make a new medicine, which is, which is good for inner, for more into the arthritis. It's an oil that I uh, extract the, the oil from the leaves, and that I just try that on on me again, and... I went to sleep last night and there's nothing. I just make it this weekend. It's called Love Pop. Okay. Medicine is very good for arthritis. So that's what I, I okay. do is I, you know, if people told me that, then I go through all my books and whatever, all the herbs, and then how to distract the oil, how to make the oil for them. Um, I do more a lot for skin, like eczema, uh, babies with uh, all rash and all that. That's what I, I um, study more of the skin. 
because nowadays the mother just eat anything and then the baby comes out suffering. Yeah. Now I also heard about uh, apricot seed to cut that up and put the alcohol in that too, and it does the same thing as what you say you do it with rosemary. So uh, do you know mm-hmm. anything about the apricot seed? I know the avocado the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Avocado the apple, yeah, the avocado seed. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 That's what I. Yeah, I I do that, but since we have the typhoon, I have uh, four avocado trees that bear really. So I usually take the the seeds, but now I run out of that too. But the rosemary is not being touched by the storm because it's very low. So I have a lot of that, and that's what I used a lot. Great, great. Okay. All right. Go ahead, uh, Dr. D'Angelo. That was my my question I wanted to ask. Uh, Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. She showed her stuff. (laughs) That doesn't mean right out of my mouth. (laughs) If anybody wants to order... um, what are some oil? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, oh, then, yes. How can we do that? How can we do that? Um, well, we have uh, um, Ariel. Is it email or email or Almond Farm Guam? And then we, usually my secretary do all this because I don't have time to uh, respond. But uh, if you email uh Guam, Guam, Almond Farm, Guam, in uh, Facebook, or we'll just look it up, and then uh, you could um, email me or call me in my phone, and then or WhatsApp me, then I'll ship the the oil to whoever orders it. Okay, and and how information now? Do we send? Okay, and and how do do we send donations or price of it? Do we do okay, do you, we do it through how how can we get get that to you? I have a PayPal. PayPal. Bernice Nelson. Yes. Yeah. Bernice Nelson six seven one at gmail dot com. Okay. Until we get um, our our system really fixed because we're still um, trying to change everything else because the first um, handles the the formal farm information passed away. So uh, we don't know how to go in and get everything out. So we're still straightening it out. But thanks to Ariel that she's helping me a lot. And uh, my sister, I thank her. And she's a wonderful person. Um, but you could, uh, even my mail PO box, 27535, Barragada, Guam, 96921. Can you say that again, please? PO box is Bernice mm-hmm. Nelson. P.O. Box 27535, Barrigada, B-A-R-R-I-G-A-D-A, 
Guam 
they hold the mm-hmm. highest quality of gemstones. And the reason is granite. It's a granite and basalt mix. Granite is high quartz and basalt is hardly any quartz. But that pyroxene grows in the hardly any quartz mafic system. So y'all have basalt. Basalt Guam is made of basalt volcanic, you know, ash. And then uh so mm-hmm. why is that important? Because granite is made of mica. Now, if you have if a person uses a microwave, but I hope I hope they've grown out of using a microwave, but if you have a microwave, the the window of the microwave is called mica. Granite is full of mica crystals. So when it comes to radiation, if you burn in a microwave, that mica keeps that radiation from spreading all over your house. Now, when you open up the door, it's going to leak. But while it's cooking and it's hot inside, the mica, you know, keeps it inside the door and mm-hmm. keeps it from leaking all over your house. So mica is found in granite. Guam is full of mica crystals because y'all have granite. Also in granite mm-hmm. is biotite. Biotite is a black mica. Black mica reflects, you know, uh, also does the same. It reflects the radiation of the sun. It reflects the radiation of, you know, low uh, uh, microwave, uh, you know, and uh, elf waves, low frequency waves out of your plugs in your house. So growing plants and food, no wonder why it's so intelligent. I heard Dr. D say magic. Y'all, I know about magic in Guam because I used to date some Guam girls, and they always told me, if you come to Guam, eat, if you ain't right, the the island will put you out. It will put you out of there. Same with Hawaii, same with a lot of islands. Mm-hmm. If you if your energy is not right and you got some kind of funky stuff going on, your intentions ain't good, the island will find a way to get you out of there. Not the people, the island itself. It's living. And so is this stone because it comes from outer space. So I just want mm-hmm. y'all to let y'all know that when you when you're talking about how powerful the herbs are, the magic, you can talk to the plants, they'll respond back because they live in, in the ultimate intelligence that comes from outer space and it lives down in the deep bottoms of the ocean, the abyss. Wow. We know about creatures down there. And we started the show with Houdini and that's what these creatures are in the forest and down in the ocean. They will disappear on you. They they're not on our frequency. You will see them one minute and the mm-hmm. next minute. So yes, yeah, I'd just like to add that in. So that it makes sense. It makes sense uh, that a lot of the uh, kitchens, you know, a lot of the kitchens now they had the granite all in the 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 tops of the it's granite and things like that. So that kind of helps with the microwave, the waves in there. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. that's right. You know, and I I'll build homes. With tons of granite, we made showers, man, floors, uh, uh, man, decorated walls, walkways. With, because we go to work, people were uh, do construction sites, they have big uh, slab granite, and when they bring it in, they have to yeah. cut it to fit, and they they throw that mm-hmm. stuff outside. When they leave, all that stuff is thrown outside. We just go and grab it. <laughs> oh, man, it's ridiculous, and I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands of dollars in granite stone because it, it housed garnets and all different kind of gemstones being granite. So, yes, yes. But, yeah, y'all, please continue. This is fire. We love it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember my um, auntie when I was growing up, we used to make salt on the water, the the beach, and she was standing outside. Her uh, spirit is charged. So, they do a net 
on um, the bees, and then all she do stand out there. It looks like the shark chased the fish in. So they, we caught up just enough, and then the first we don't even eat the fish yet. She take like five biggest one and hang it up on the tree for the spirits to eat all the rewards for the spirits to have the first fish. So I was thinking, you know, why are you wasting the fish? And he goes, that's for the spirit that uh, chased in the fish so that we could have some for dinner and lunch. Yes, yes, that's very powerful. That's right. And that's that's an old indigenous, that's old indigenous mm-hmm. and, and part of a lot of people's culture. They still do, they still feed the spirits uh People feed. Uh, I remember. Okay, I have a. I'm so glad Dr. D is here. This is a true story, y'all. Just this year, I was in Michigan. I came back. Dr. D called me. She said, "Well, what's wrong, love?" I said, "Man, I came back from Michigan, but I came back for nothing because ain't gonna be no pecan." She said, "Why not?" I said, "We had a drought, no rain." She said, "What?" She said, "Man, you a god. What you talking about? You a god." She said, "Go out there and give them trees a bowl of water. Go out there and leave them them trees an offering. Tell those trees you love them. Tell them you need those pecans, y'all. We had the biggest pecan harvest ever. I've been picking pecans for twenty some years. I've never seen this many pecans. We didn't have no rain. So thank you, Doctor D, for the encouragement and the reminder that we have a relationship with this." nature beings out here thank you so much for that yes yes that was on point <laughs> yes you're welcome I, I i love plants um if you guys kind of know um wherever i go i seem to grow things that i normally didn't notice and i only noticed that because my daughter said mom wherever you go plants are always like they're trying to get in our house and I didn't notice that until I lived in Arizona. Arizona, if y'all know anything about Peoria, Scottsdale, and all of that, that is the most driest place you want to be. But trees trying to get in your house, and I, I never paid it any mind until she said it, and then I started looking. Even this, I had plant sweet uh, sweet potato tops growing all crazy. I had holy basil growing like crazy on the back of my yard. I shared the pictures with Eric and, and my my big brother, Eddie. I was like, look at these plants. It's literally, they were growing over the the gate to, like, get in my house. I said, like, what is so important about them trying to get in? And it was like, okay, that's why I remember, like I said, I know y'all might think I'm, like, little loopy, but, you know, I don't mind. All part of, that's an element. We are all part of the elements, the plants the water, the birds, everything that is on this rock or whatever you want to call it, this being, we're all a part of. You know, like we looking for gold. Gold is out, not only outside ourselves but within ourselves. Silver is outside ourselves but also in ourselves. The vitamins that we need, we take outside but inside ourselves. So everything we need or we're connected, we have just forgot our connection to the different elements. But when we vibrate and realize that we are part of the elements, every element, fire, water, wood, earth, we're all part of it, and we start tapping in, we start growing, we start responding, which is just amazing. That's why. There is no accident for anything happening. If you meet somebody today, it's not an accident. It's supposed to be. It's destined. So me coming here, I was wanted to come here in 2012, but I let 
certain people's fear be my fear by not coming. So even though I didn't come, I'm still here at the right time. And I even told my brothers, I've been dreaming about Guam. My sister has and are working on a property that we're going to be doing some uh, meditation centers. We're going to start holding retreats out here in Guam and inviting people. We're, we're working on that now. We're building it up. We're it's also going to have farm and a ranch. So we're working on that, but not on that as well. But I dreamed about this property 32 years ago, and I was telling somebody this 32 years about this island and where it was, and it was on the beach, and it had a farm, and I was in this Jeep where I took the Jeep, and I was coming out of the forest to go out of the forest and go onto a road to go to the, into society. I've seen that beach when I came here. So when I got there, my sister took me down and you know, it was like, okay, we can do this. I was so thankful. It was like the mother nature, like, welcomed me and was like, wow, you're where you're supposed to be. So I know where I'm supposed to be. Like, it welcomed me. When I go to any place, the first thing I do is I do a ceremony, a water ceremony, a welcome myself or anywhere. So if I'm not supposed to be, then they move me. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, I'll leave. And then I get up and leave. But if I'm supposed to be there, I've never in all the places I've been felt so much like this is a part of me, like this is home. I might visit some places, but I have no intentions of staying. This is home for me. I'm done. I'm not saying I'm not going to stop traveling because that's just me, but this is home. It just solidified that I am where I'm supposed to be. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, I have someone that wants to join the mound table here. Let's see. Uh, area code 262. Area code 262. Are you still there? Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Hello? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I had myself <laughs> on mute, and I was trying to get back to the uh, station to, to my phone okay. where I could come in and, and get it off of mute. Anyway, hi, greetings, family. Greetings, everyone. Greetings, Addie. Greetings, greetings brother Addie. Greetings. Yes, yes. Really yeah. quick. Uh, well, not quick, but but I'll be tuned in. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to hit home on the spiritual of this rock, this rock mm-hmm. we call earth. Because as Brother Eric has been talking about the rocks lately, and we're still talking about it, dealing with the stones and the gems, rock comes to 13, which is a beautiful thing, as we know, along with the five. And my sister, you've been talking about this for 32 years. Three plus two is that five. Anyway, back to that rock, which is called the third rock from the sun. That's why rock wow. is 13, and when you look at the third rock from the sun, you got one sun, and we're the third planet, 13, baby. And that's mm. what the the spiritual farm is, see, because spiritual is four. Like rock and God, sun, mm-hmm. S-U-N, is 13. Well, 31 is spirit, and that's what we're dealing with right now. It's called spiritual farm. 
farm is 13, family. So mm-hmm. un, just like we are in that place of Guam or any city dwelling, any place that you want to grow, as the sister says, she's connected to plants. We all are, never knowing yeah. that plants come to the number 20, people come to the number 20. We're walking plants. Mm-hmm. Look at it like that. Yeah. This is why we go from region to region. And we feel certain regions more than we feel others. But back to the farm, the spiritual, the fight, the sight that we're now seeing. Spiritual is no more than speaking. Truth is 31, the four. Speaking is 31. So you have to continue speaking your truth. Because for anything to grow, anything the two things we truly need are that four. It's called water. Water is 22. And the light, the energy from the sun, sun is 13. We still on the farm of that rock, which is spiritual family. Because the energy that we get permeates in nature. It's called the trees, baby. Ooh, we need the tree. That's the main biggest plant on the planet. And we have a symbiotic relationship to the tree. As we exhale carbon dioxide, they release oxygen that we breathe. And this is why oxygen, along with the people, along with the plant, need two. Oxygen comes to two. Some people refer to it as air. The names change, but that number two, air, and oxygen, the same number, stays the same. And what we are dealing with the water because we're 70% water, liquid. Water has a magnetic pull. This is why spiritually you're already pulled. You said Guam is home now. I can visit any place else, but I know when I'm home. So, again, that magnet pulled you there because water is a conductor of electricity. Electricity is 49. 4 plus 9 is 13. We back to the 4. We back to truly being righteous because this is the magnet that's pulling us towards righteousness. Righteousness mm-hmm. is 58. 5 plus 8 is 13. Back to that 4. This is the secret because there is no secret. Once we become spiritual, spiritual being four, that's the secret. Secret is 31, which is four. It's absolute, 31. It's better than anything else. Better is 31. It's the revolution we've been waiting for. Revolution is 40. Revolution is the truth because the truth will never be televised, as they say, revolution. The revolution will never be televised. That's the truth. So it all stems from our dreams. Dreams are 22. My sister just talked about, she dreamed about this 32 years ago. It's part of the art that comes from within. It's called your understanding. Understanding is 49. Art is 13. They're both the four. It's your craft, 22. And this is the real pay that we get because getting paid, paid is 13. Can't nobody pay you like the creator pays you. With that, I'm going to sit back and listen to the family, take notes, and uh, I love you all. But I'm here listening, and when I need to chime in or if I'm asked for, I'm here. 
Peace and better love together, family. And let, and let me put this let me put this that little rock beautiful. in. Let me put this little rock in there. Uh, magnetite is one of the crystals that grow on Guam. Magnetite. <laughs> wow. About mag- yeah, magnetite is one of the many crystals that grow there. Anybody can look up the rock minerals of Guam. You're going to see magnetite and hematite. You're going to see quartz. You're going to see pyroxene, olivine. Mm. Yeah, man, beautiful. Keep it keep it going, y'all. Keep it going. It's hot. Keep it going. <laughs> Hematite is good for protection. That's what one of the things, that's the rocks that we use when we're making different things for protection for beads and stuff, if anybody knows about crystals. But also it's one of the crystals that you use when you're doing, uh, when I'm, well, I do crystal work. When I'm doing crystal work, I'll take hematite and put it uh, above your head to open you up to get you connected uh, to different spirits and down below to make sure that you're connected and you're grounded as well as you're going through the crystal work that I do. So um, I think that's amazing. I love hematite. Um, I have a thing about hematite, me and hematite. Uh, some of it, um, it forms around me certain people when they get, it starts breaking. So I know that that person's not supposed to be around me. Uh, a lot of my crystals do that. If some energy is not right, it, they will break in half. And uh, us being energetic beings and energies, some of us can harvest a lot of energy so much that it can actually break as well. And I happen to be one of those peoples uh, that I harvest a lot of energy when I'm doing a lot of work that my crystals actually will break in my hands. Uh, they actually changed colors in my hand, too, which I thought was weird. That happened when I was 21. It freaked me out. <laughs> so I got some I got some, I got got some. some stuff with me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know, how you hear the, the people uh, sing and they hit a certain note in the glass of break. That's that. Yeah, I look at the And that's what Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you. That was my favorite commercial. Is it real or is it Memorex? I don't know if y'all know. Right. Probably too young to remember that. I don't know. Well, I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some analog. That's some analog years. Analog. And it, and it's. I find it stupendous and ridiculous and amazing that you said the word Ella. Ella Fitzgerald. Ella. Man, how many yeah. times is this name going to come up, Ella? Yo, so let's go back to the the game that was played in the Super Bowl, the stadium name, Allegiant. That's Ella backwards, right in the beginning of the name, Ella, right in the front of the stadium. Yo, mm. So Big Mama was definitely in the house, and Big Mama was Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta Lacks. Yes. Y'all, y'all look her birthday yes. up. Y'all, get, y'all put Henrietta Lacks on y'all altar drill, y'all can get some alterated cells from Henrietta Lacks. And y'all go check out Dr. Jewel Pukram on a, oh, babe, I, I want to yep. give a shout out. I want to give a shout out yeah. to, to a black man. Okay, okay. Thank you, Black Magic 363, Brother Rich and Dr. Jewel Pukram. Oh, man, y'all, please go check that piece out. <laughs> oh, man. It was it's just a, it's a that reminder. Was go ahead, Dr. D, take off on it. Go ahead and take us. What did you see? Beautiful. I love the energy, but I was trying to figure out why. Okay, I have a question. Why a lot of us are so afraid to speak out 
that we hide. Well, we have to hide ourselves because we need protection. That I didn't like that she has to do because they come and they prosecute and do all kinds of stuff to our people. But she's been, I don't know you guys, she's been my idol of telling people like it is. I would love to do an interview with her because her information is so valid on point and especially about healing. When you sent me the interview, I was on it like, what? And they had to do it at a certain time, at a certain place. Come on now. She was dropping jewels all over the place. I loved it. They did it early, early in the day. It was early, it was early in the morning, and and brother Rick mm-hmm. played that replay at night, and so uh and and listen to this, y'all. Uh, and all she did was remind us, talk to your talk to your big toe, tell that toe, I love you, toe, touch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Some people can still stretch and put their foot in their mouth, but I wouldn't recommend it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. You know, talk to your cells. And she said your cells will respond. That's their ability yeah. and their duty. They waited for you to fall in love with your own self so that they can respond to your needs and demands. And then just like this sister said, it took her 32 years. But guess what? She landed in the very – and listen to that. You said you have a relationship with hematite. Sister, hematite yeah. is your pillow. You got a pillow for hematitis all around you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'll tell yeah. you, man, that Dr. Jewel Pukerman, this is the frequency and the vibration of the eight, you know? And remember, y'all, the dragon, we're in the year of the dragon. The dragon tails go up and down, up and down. So just our, I, I feel like our thing is to keep an even kill. You know, don't be so up and mm-hmm. don't be so down. You know, just keep that mob wow. cut out. Yeah, yeah, but please continue. And as you say, mm-hmm. uh, Eric, it's like you know how riding the, the waves on the ocean, balance yourself mm. and ride those waves up and down. Okay, now they live in Guam. This person is big. Talk about surfing. No, Go I ahead. Was, I think, no, uh-huh. I was just saying we. You always talk about surfing. Uh, and yeah. and mm-hmm. I just was comparing, you know, putting that together with the dragon. I do have the other Eddie here that wants to join the mound table. Eight, yes. eight Bring four him three. In. Eight four so three. Kind of greetings, greetings, greetings. Greetings. Have you heard? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, good to hear everybody on. Uh, hey sis, how you doing? Hey big bro. Hi. I good to hear your voice. I'd like to also speak to since y'all emphasizing on flow, it's just like uh being up in the universe. It's a cosmic flow up there. It still has the same level of traveling, you know. There's um streams as they call it, just like you can go to from Africa to America without using a rudder or a sail once you're in that right stream. It'll bring you right here. You don't have nothing to do with what they said about, you know, Ubering melanated people from Africa to here. No, we ain't even had a conversation. I'm just speaking on how things have currents and flows. It's the same thing. And speaking on flows also, back in the day, somebody used to blow out lights and uh, drop circuits in their house. Speaking of uh, energy being in the right or too high of a vibration, they used to walk by uh, lamps and, and by the refrigerator and, and it would just shut off. Because, you know, that energy, that current was just 
too much for him. Now, who would I be talking about? Talk about me. <laughs> talking about yes, me. Yes, indeed. I forgot about all of that. Only my brother. Uh, Only my brother. <laughs> yeah, we used to be on the oh, phone wow. talking and whatnot. She go in the kitchen and you hear go, poof. <laughs> she say, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Yeah. See, but it's not good when you're doing a radio show. See, and I thought it was something wrong with me. That's when I learned that. That was in 2012, too. I was in Arizona with my daughter, and I was doing a radio. It was called uh, Psychics Going Wild with uh, uh, Jethro. I think his name was Jethro Jethro something. Psychics Going Wild, and he interviewed me, and I was doing an interview about my book that just came out. And then... All of a sudden, I started doing what they call readings, and it started getting hot. And my daughter was like, Mom, it's getting hot up in here. And I was like, yeah, right? Not thinking nothing of it. All of a sudden, the radio, everything in the house shut down. I shut down the whole block, and then I went in my car to get on my phone, and then I got back on the line. And my whole block was out. I was like, oh, okay, we must have the blackout. Across the street, there was no blackout. So I learned that, you know, we have certain abilities within ourselves, but I didn't, you know, it took me a while to realize it was me and my energy that I had that ability to shut things down uh, when it's, I feel it's too high. And that's maybe because I'm, I'm all in another, another state of mind that I'm so connected that I'm wired. But uh, now that I'm a little bit older, with that on mind. I, I don't just shut down random stuff. Spirit will let me know. I, I, I didn't give you a warning once. I didn't give you a warning twice. I get it. I listen. So they don't be shutting stuff down or anything else. So I'm grateful. Uh, I haven't did that since I've been here. So I'm, I'm kind of mellowed out. <laughs> kind of mellowed out. <clears throat> but I did want to um, ask my sister something. Hello, you still there? Uh oh. Hello. Uh oh. Bernie. Who are you calling, sis? Bernie. Oh. Bernice. Uh oh. I don't know if she's still there. See if you could text her. Yeah, something happened. Let me see. Let me see. Beverly, could we uh, take a little commercial break and uh, come right back? I'm sorry, guys. No, no, it's okay. okay. It's okay. We in the flow. We just uh, let's take a little break, come back up the air, and then uh, we'll we'll we go into a go into another flow. Okay. Don't play okay. DJ. <laughs> okay. Oh, you came back. I was looking for you. <laughs> oh me. Oh, I I gotta call Lisa and the other because it just keep ringing and ringing in my phone. Okay. Okay. Did Did you have any question or? Yeah, I did. I was I finished. They're going to a radio. Mm. Yeah, no, y'all go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, yo, no, please ask the question. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Oh, the energy today is just real good. So, okay, now you're back. I wanted mm-hmm. you to talk about um, 
I really wanted her to talk really more about the farming. Uh, who helped you on the farm? Like who helped you create it and things like that? Because I really want people like get a bigger, broader picture of your farm, especially in Guam. When I was uh, start planning, the, we clean it up, the bulldozer it and everything. So I just talked to my spirit to find out how's the best way to for people to walk. Where should I plan? Uh, and you know the drawing and uh, so it's, it's all in my mind. Nobody helps me, and then but putting in all the fence, some volunteers and and the rocks. We have a lot of rocks. So usually when I plan one plan, uh, medicine in one side and then the other. And one is not thriving, so I have to move it because the plan don't like their neighbors, same as people. So I have to move it somewhere where they want it. So, and if you walked um, in my garden, every, it's got name of it, what is good for you. And uh, then after you finished and you want that medicine because it's what, uh, good, you know, to heal you. So I have to explain how to make it, uh, how many times do you take the medicine, but not to take it with the prescription. You have to be one hour separate because I don't want it to together to be strong for you. So if you're taking prescription at 1 o'clock, then at about 2 or 2.30, you take the herbal medicine. But my garden is takes 45 minutes to walk around, and like I said, each plant has its own name, tomorrow name, scientific name, and what it's good for. And whether you could eat it for salad, you could uh, make tea out of it, or so you know, cook it with soup. So everything is there, and then each medicine it's got a side effect. I tell you what's the side effect, so you don't go um, taking them, you know, medicine for um, if you have side effects on it. We have a, a called uh, sour sap here on Guam where it's a, lo- a load of it, but mm. everybody is using it for cancer, which is really the side effects of it to make tea out of it is dementia, old timers, and uh joint problems and people will come over that oh i've been taking that and nothing happened so i said well if you want to not know who your partner with go right ahead because long term that's what dementia would do to you and then uh, one guy uh, told me oh i've been drinking it too i said okay can you raise your arm and he cannot i said right there's the side effect you slowly uh, gradually going through your system, if you, especially if you take it too much. So a lot of people, when they come over here, because if one doctor or somebody could have said, you have to boil the sarsap leaves, which is really, the leaves is not the medicine, it's the fruits. It's, you take the fruits and you make smoothie, that's cure the cancer. But if you're determined to do the, the leaves, then you have to pick up the one that falls on the ground and then saute it again. But you have to do it outside because of the poison in it. It might make you sick. 
So all the stuff that I have in my garden is, is whatever illness. Sometimes you, I'll have like four or five times of diabetic, and I'll go and pick up and talk to my spirit. Which one is the best for this person? Then I'll just go and pick up so much, and then I'll put it in the bag. Now, I told him how many times to drink it, how many. He says, well, how would I know? I said, when you pick up the plan and just think when to stop, uh, how many leaves you want, it tells you. So that's how, you know, like for me, I communicate with the plan. So after I finish even with tour, I'm exhausted because I, every time I'm going to pinch, because I don't have a uh, cutter, I pinched the plan. I said, I'm sorry, but I need to have them try you because you're so beautiful. So my energy communicating to the plan is, is really after the tour, I get drained. So I have to sit down for a while and then, you know, kind of pray. So if, if we're going to have a tour here too, I go out and I talk to my people, my guidance. To please don't do mischief, because sometimes they'll slap you if you do something that, and if I don't talk to them and you just go out. So my my garden is very very spiritual, and if you need that medicine too, I give you the plant to plant it at your house so you don't have to come back all the time. And you know, not that you're wasting your time, but it, the gas here in Guam is very expensive. So I just welcome any donation or help that you could give me. I appreciate and because I have to pay my people to clean and buscat. I buscat too, but um, I have more things to do in the, uh, the plants and cut them, trim them. So anybody's welcome to come and visit my garden if you happen to come to Guam. Mama Bernice, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I heard one of the things that you have is rose oil. And there's a, there's a doctor, man, I can't think of her name right now. I've heard, uh, I've heard brother uh, Tariq talk about her, uh, Su- uh, Susan, oh man, Dr. Sousa, Dr. Sousa, yeah, Dr. Sousa. That she said she put rose oil on her hair and man, she said her hair grew thick. It grew. It grew more than she's ever that she's ever had growth on her hair by using rose oil on her hair. That's some potent. Mm-hmm. And anyway, anybody know the magic and the draw of a rose? You know, a beautiful rose. And if you ever get to see one open up in the morning or close in the afternoon, it's a whole nother frequency. You know, it's a whole nother level. Wow. Also, you mentioned soursop. I have a magical relationship with soursop, and this is it. If I'm around, I used to drive a school bus, so the children, they always, you know, boy, you get, you, I don't know what the children be having, but boy, you really get sick when you're around them. But anyway, I always kept myself fortified using soursop. So if I ever feel like, a, you know, a sickness has a way of, uh, it'll, it'll, cre- it'll give you, your body will give you signals like, uh-oh, you got to fortify. We need, we need some help because, you know, I'm being attacked. You know, it'll give you a sore throat or something like that, you know, itchy skin, something to go start telling you so anyway if a sore throat come on me all i have to do is just go reach we call it guanabana guanabana that's what we call sour mm-hmm. guanabana 
Yeah. And uh, if I just reach my, if I just think in my mind I'm going to get that sour shop, whatever's coming on me, it'll leave before I even get to it. And then if I reach my hand out to get the sour shop, <laughs> I start laughing because I'll be like, yeah, you don't want, <laughs> you don't want none of this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to slap you upside your head with this right here. Don't play. And that's how I that's how uh, I feel about nature, period. I feel that about nature. I don't care what it is. I don't care what these people talking about. they controlling the weather. Man, man, uh, have y'all seen uh, 100? If, man, there was a hurricane come through here, come through here talk, called uh, Hurricane Harvey. Man, mm-hmm. Hurricane Harvey, I'm going to tell you something, y'all. We was underwater, but I want to big up the Cajun Navy, people that came from Memphis, Tennessee, New York, New Jersey, Philly, uh, Montana, Arizona. Everybody came over here with their little pontoon boats and put it in the water, and Houston was helping people off the roof, you know, going to rescue dogs, cats. Uh, man, it was the most beautiful thing I ever seen, man. Nobody was squabbling. Nobody was left out because, of the, you know, they race or whatever. It was so beautiful, and I'm talking about this was done without the. I ain't talking about the. I didn't see no national guard. I didn't see FEMA. None of that. This was the people. The people was out here, man, mm-hmm. and they came from everywhere. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, we can we can do it, y'all. This, this is a special connection that we have. The age that we live, you know, the energy that we in, it, you know, we have to stop talking about it. We can just do it, man. You, it don't take nothing. Just like you're doing, Mother Bernice. What you're doing is so grand, so honorable, so noble. Yeah, I'm sure that you, you're going to get the. You know, you're gonna get what 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 you rightfully deserve because that's the age we in. We all gonna get paid. That's what Saturn does. Saturn gives yeah. you what you what you earn. You know what I mean? What you deserve. So mm-hmm. yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I have, yeah. I make a, a rosemary. I mean, a roses oil, and then we have called shampoo um, ginger. Mm-hmm. I make the oil out of that too for. Um, you put it in your face and you put you to sleep. So all the stuff that I make is I make a lot of oil and I even make jam, like mulberry jam, soursop jam, mango jam. I do that before the typhoon because I have a lot of fruits in my garden. So now I'm just starting. Um, we have a lot of pumpkins, so I freeze that and I'm ready to make jam. So in between the jam and the oil and other kind of Experiments. I love to do it just to go and see what will help people. So rose oil is the, when we, they come over here and then they they buy it because of, you know, just to be made for the farm. And they, I always have a feedback, especially for skin oil. I always get a feedback of good, how it do, and babies and, you know, so we have plants here that's very, very good for eczema. And I told them what to do and soak the baby down. And after five days, it heals them. I don't know, you know, I guess it's just the magic of the plant. And the, and the rich minerals from the, remember the crystals now. Soil. Your, your soil yeah. is, is chilling every night and has a relationship with the crystals so y'all live in a, and now that just look at guam right in the middle of the g and the m is the symbol for gold au it's right there yeah and it's all yep 
There you go. Vibrational. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, after the typhoon, there's some plants that I wanted so bad, but after the typhoon, it grows in my garden. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's this is the one I've been looking for. And it's right there outside my garden. It just grows. I think the wind or the storm get all the seeds from another place and swing it over and throw it down in my my garden. So I'm very blessed. It's a natural mystic. It's a natural mm-hmm. mystic, and it's blowing in the air. I think Brother Eddie hit it on it. I'm sure he's going to hit it on it again. And if you feel <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So this that natural mystic blowing. And look, your plant came in on a typhoon. Y'all, come on now. Is y'all in tune to this brothel? Her plant that she always wanted came in on a typhoon. Beverly, she said she make jam. Beverly, this is a perfect segue to jam some tunes. <laughs>
right, we're back. Yes, yes. Thank you for rocking us up, Beverly. And, uh, you know, I want to say big up to our family out there on the Bermuda Triangle in Puerto Rico, Cuba, the Bermines. You know, uh, all the family out there on the magical, majestic Bermuda Triangle. Love y'all very much. That's where I met these, uh, I met this other brother named Eddie in Puerto Rico. I was on the phone with the two Eddies as our guest tonight. And also the Eddie from Puerto Rico was a, is a guest tonight also. But anyway, I was on the phone with them two and my, uh, my childhood friend, Ronnie V, Ronnie Villalobos, I want to say big up to the Villalobos family, Mama V, Mike, Ronnie V. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, he, they was talking to me and then I said, man, hold on. I, I, I got a reset. E, my cousin's on the line, man. He was the manager of, uh, Tito Puente and Celia Cruz. He want to talk to you, man. He want to, he want to, you know, talk to you for a minute. I said, oh man, okay. What's his name? He said, his name is Eddie. I said, man, I'm on the phone with two Eddies. Hold up. I clicked over. I told him to, hey man, I'll call y'all back. <laughs> call y'all back. I got a phone call. And then here he is. He on three Eddies, right? You invited three Eddies, Beverly, and he been on your radio show for three years straight doing, uh, yeah. you know, black, yeah, black hair, uh, black Hispanic heritage month. And, uh, you know, in, uh, in other shows, you know, big enough artists that never got recognized out there in the music industry that's heavily melanated and live in, you know, Panama, Venezuela, you know, Honduras, you know, all the different places where our music is and uh, speak these different languages that they never get recognized. They die, you know, with no money. And he bring them to the forefront so they can be recognized. The beautiful album covers that you put up, you know. So, yeah, we want to show respect, man, in every angle, man. We don't really leave anybody out. You know, the little unseen creatures that we don't see with our eyes. You know, all the workings of a, the growth of the slow growth of a tree to reach a fruit stage, the caterpillar you know, before they turn into a butterfly. You know, we have to walk across our feet and walk across the streets where cars and they still make it. Y'all, a caterpillar be everywhere. They they be moving. I've walked across streets and said, man, look at the caterpillar walking in the middle of the city streets. Man, look at that. He making it. I'll just be amazed at nature. So just a reminder, y'all, you know, talk to yourselves, man. That's the, your real cell phone is you. That other one is, is hey, the other one is in the word. It's called a phony. <laughs> P-H-O-N <laughs> phony. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fake cell phone. You the cell phone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric. Oh, yeah. Eric, yeah, yeah brother. Yeah. You, you know, uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery. <laughs> Y'all go ahead. I'm done. I'm Doc, you breaking up, Doc? You breaking up? Tell her she needs to come closer to a mic or something. She's breaking up. Somebody was saying something. So we did it. We did it. Uh, oh, okay, y'all go ahead. Oh, yeah, we no way. Well, we invited we invited uh, a poetry. We want to we want to uh, ask that the table be open for it. I mean, we're going to continue the, the session that we haven't, but we want to open it up for you know spoken word poetry. Anybody want to? You know, call in, have words, and uh, you know, please uh, bless us with some uh, spoken words, some poetry. What's in your, what's on your mind? What's on your heart? Play harmonica, trumpet, drum, you know, whatever you have. And uh, you're always welcome here. You know, that's what this is for. This, you know, bring the sense, the sound mound. So yeah, if y'all have something that, yeah, 
We've been we've been getting busy with the poetry. The poetry has been fired. We had Ayaba, we had Blue Pill, and we had Brother Divine lit the lit the house up the other night. So yeah, y'all just keep that going. You know, those creative forces, you know, keep creating. Yes, that's it. All right. Uh, Doctor D'Angelo, are you still there with us? Yes. I don't know, okay. Ariel. Is Ariel? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I muted myself. <laughs> I just muted myself. That's all. Because the birds, the the chickens started crowing. <laughs> we want to hear that. We we want to we want to say hello. I you know. That's that bird calling. They hear us over here bigging up, bigging up nature. You know they gonna hop, they gonna give a shout out. See that? What did I just say? You said it, and here they go. <laughs> See, I got I a jumping over the fence. <laughs> go for it. Um, plants have intelligence, yes, um, but there's a lot of things going on, you know, basically globally. You know, I'm sure you heard about the, um, well, I'm not going to get into that, disregard that point, but um, I know you make plant medicine, so do you have uh, a concoction for, like, a positive energy, uh, business, um, with this, with um, you relaxing so you can go into meditation, you know, things of that nature. Some, well, I use the uh, rosemary more and um, bay leaves if I'm going to move into a house or when I meditated, I just sit down. I haven't meditated in a long time since I put all my energy to the farm. But I, when I meditated, I just um, sit down and I could see the energy around me. That it's just I use my mind. <laughs> I use my mind more than anything else. And that's where that power is at. Yes, the mind, mm-hmm. the universal power. Now, Bailey's, you know. Back in the day, they used to show you the mommy movie, and that's how they bring the mommy back to life, giving him some bay leaves. What is the bay leaves mm-hmm. good for? It's a, it's ward off the bad energy. Um, even if you put bay leaves in your pocket, or uh, we have uh, her holy basil, that I use that too. Uh, it's just to word off evil or somebody's trying to talk about you or do a negative uh, energy towards you. Bay leaves and holy basil is very good and rosemary to carry it in your pocket when you go anywhere. Um, and that's what I do. I just put it in my purse or put it in my pocket. And it, it helps calm me down too. But we have other plants that are more powerful because of the storm knock it off. Uh, the holy basil plus one plant, uh, the tree that um, gives flower. So we take that and put it together. 
the island people or like Carolinas or, or they're very good in if they want to um, go to like trials or some they use some kind of uh, uh, good luck or some kind of herbs to get in their favor, especially when they're they're not accused of fault. But if you're doing it, then it's not gonna work. Uh, if you know because you're using the spirits to uh, do dishonest. So it could so be I just used rely for protection. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a protection, the uh, bay leaves and holy bay, so and rosemary. But like I said, there's all other, um, you, you know, it's got energy. Um, every plant's got their own energy. Uh, if you really concentrate on the plan and you could have the leaves check your hand. If you put your hand out and, and do a telepathic, which I'm used to very good at that now, which is I put all my energy in my plant. I'm kind of losing a lot of my uh, what I used to do. But I could stand in line, I know, because uh, I'm now, I work for a computer operator in the mainland that I could stand on the line and I'll just concentrate on the fourth road or person to turn and look at me. Like I said, I used to be very, but now I put all my my energy and everything in the plant and my garden. But when we're back in the mainland, my sister, I cannot reach my sister in Georgia and in Seattle. I just kind of sit in the corner and just think to call me up, and within two minutes, the phone rings. So all of us have that connection. Uh, my dad is very gifted, and my uh, my family. So it's learning how to do, how to be more powerful to your mind. Your mind is the most powerful uh, tools in your body. I hope I said that right, but it is. That was perfect. That's where they get gemstones in the mind. You got to go in the mind to get the stones and, the, you know, the gems and the precious jewels inside the mind. Yes, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. A little poetry. Uh, go ahead, Ed. Please, go ahead. No, I was just saying that was beautiful. That was accurate. You know, the bay leaves is, uh, I, I, told me that before. You want to hit numbers, you put, uh, you either could write the number on the bay leaves or you just carry the bay leaves around in your wallet and your wallet will never be empty. <laughs> yep. Bay leaves and salt. Mm-hmm. Some other form of protection, bay leaves and salt. The salt, we you know, is a protection, you know, put it at the head of your door so nothing evil comes in or, you know, like, I was taught, like, when you go in a house, put salt in the corners, so, so nothing, you know, from the corners. Because we, we mm-hmm. all, whether we believe it or not, we also have different portals in our house. Uh, right. As I said, computers are portals mm-hmm. to me. Mirrors are portals to me. Water is a portal for me. Not for maybe not for others, but for me, as far as doors, doorways are portals. That's the way I was taught that this is another way that energy comes in and out is through the doorways. Mm-hmm. So that's why Mm -hmm. a lot of spiritual people, you'll find they keep all doors closed or cabinets closed because you're inviting spirits to come in from different, different, uh, 
different realm, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and also, right. you can um, you can use pendulum. Like, uh, if I want to know where a porthole is at in my house, I'll put a pen. I'll walk around with the pendulum, and then it'll start moving, and then it'll go. Mm-hmm. It'll spin. That lets me know that's the portal. Now I could go down in the basement, and it will be the same place where it is on the first floor. If I go up upstairs in the bedroom, it would be in the same place. So you, the the pendulum will spin where the portals mm-hmm. are at. See? Yep. So you, you are awesome. mm-hmm. And then so we yeah. ourselves are our, our portals ourselves. We just don't realize we're yes. we We create our own portals. By opening our mouth and our energy, when we walk in the different things that we do, we open portals. I'm what people call a portal key. I didn't learn that until later on in life that exactly that's what it is, that that needs to be done. You know what I mean? That it wasn't until, like I said, I learned a lot later on in life. I've been spiritually uh, guided by myself. I didn't have like that tutor until later on and they were saying, do you know the stuff that you're doing? This is natural to me. They were like, what do you mean? I've been seeing this since I've been a little tiny person. I've been communicating with the other side. I mean, people before they pass. So I don't even know what to say before someone passed. They would come and see me before they pass and tell me that they're going to pass away. And it'd be like three months, three days, or even, you know, a couple of days. They'll say, okay, I'm gone. And I'm like, okay, but they're here, but I see them. So that started when I was around about um, eight years old. Uh, but I was gifted before that. But that's when I guess I realized that I had a gift. I was different. Different. And and like our, our mouth and our, and women's, yep. your wound, our portals, this is how we go from one dimension or one galaxy or however you want to say it to another through the portal of yep. the womb. You're right. And I and mm-hmm. I have someone else that want to join the table before we were. Uh, 937-772-937. Yes. yes, ma'am. Do you hear me? Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's so good to be back with you young people. This is Dr. Melissa I was on with you before. Excellent. Mama Yay Yay. Great to have you. Mama Yay Yay. Yes, it's Mama Yay Yay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I've been listening Yay. for hours so and thank you, brother Afrique. I read, I keep saying Afrique. I just wanna call you, you know, Africa. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh our divine numerologist also gave me the information uh on today as well as brother Arik. And so I'm so happy to be on with the young lady that's uh, on the island of Guam and the brother that gave us those beautiful mm-hmm. numbers. Uh, I know that Sister Kayo is just jumping up and down. <laughs> and so <laughs> what I wanted to come on to say, I, I have a couple of things. Cause someone mentioned um, something about, um, you know, something about inside of you or it's been a while ago. But I want to tell you that kelp, uh, take your kelp. Are your seaweed, um, your organic seaweed, to get rid of radiation and those types of things? Because I, you know, I, I sell that as well, and I'm sure the sister 
also has access to it as well with all this other beautiful things that she's making with oil and roses and flowers. Mm -hmm. So uh, lots of us are doing the same thing, but she's, we want to definitely support her most especially. And I also want to say, I I have this class, you know, Mama Mama D, I said I was going to start this class, and Brother Afrika also know, and Sister Kaya knows as well. She's been on several times. It's I called mean, Second Sunday. It's called Second I Sunday. Mean. And on Second Sunday, you all had a question. You made a comment about you, the sister said she's doing all this, and she's doing this work, and and one and the sister that assists her, and that you know about payment and non-payment. This is this is what I speak about in African spirituality inside of the class that I teach on Second Sunday. It's that no, it's not that you know we feel that we should be paid and you know you have to do this to get that. This is what we what we grew up with long ago back in the day. I tell my my students and my devotees this. Long ago, especially in our villages, we used to, and over here as well, we used to bring a cow. We used to bring a goat. We used to bring cowrie shells with money. We used to bring cowrie shells. Not that the priests, priestess or the elders say, bring me money, because the people were so appreciative of the, the work that they did, that they heard from village to village to village, that they said, oh, my goodness, I have to just, you know, leave a gift or something. Long ago, we used to go to visit our aunts and uncles in the country and in Louisiana, where our people was from, and we never went there without a gift. Never. We didn't, they didn't need a gift. <laughs> you know, my mother was a cake baker. <laughs> Nothing else. She baked these beautiful cake. So it's the, the appreciation. And, you know, it's, it's not that they're charging up, but show appreciation. And the day's appreciation, fortunately for some, unfortunately for others, we have to start bordering together more if we don't have the coins of the finances to assist or to just drop something. And when I give something to somebody, I say, this is for your ancestors. It's not for you anyway. Okay? Go get something for the ancestors. You know, the ancestors are going to be happy. So I say, oh, no, I can't say it's for the ancestors. It's not for you. <laughs> so I just want to say the kelp is another another form to uh, eradicate some of the radiation that's around you, especially those that you wear earphones or in front of computers. Also, you have the, the, the metal piece. I think they still sell it on Amazon or some other places. The little metal pieces that you wear, Brother Irik would, would definitely know that, that you put on to deflect that away from you when you're on, on, on computers most especially. And those of you, you, you already know the story about me and the farmers. I want to let the sister know there is some black attorneys. Now, I don't know how far they reach, but they call, they're called the Clement, Clement Attorney Group. Clement, I'm going to send that information to you. And they represent Africans in this country and in some islands as well. And they step up and they represent you talking for yourself is possibly not good. So you get with these the African um, American brothers and sisters who specifically work with black farmers and what USDA and other governmental entities are trying to do to you, especially take your land. Because we now know that Bill Gates is in league with Xi Jinping and they're buying up as much farmland in this country and others as possible. And why is that? We know. So, therefore, you want to hold on to any, any land of your ancestors, most especially. 
So I just wanted to just come back on and say greetings to you, you lovely, beautiful young people. And yes, I can call you young people. <laughs> and just to say that thank you so much for having me. But I do have a point. If it's okay if I can read it to you. Yeah. 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 Okay. And and this coincides. This coincides with the farming and all that, you know. So I want to definitely dedicate this to you brothers and sisters that is I don't care if you have a, a, a window seal, grow something, okay? So the sister most especially in Guam, this is definitely for you. And it's called the house by the side of the road. I, I don't know if you all have heard of that. But here we go. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait before you start. I want to tell the people the phone number is three two three six four two one five eight six and uh, call in because we'll be only on the phone uh, after eight minutes. We're going off the internet. So if you want to hear the rest of it, call in and listen to the rest of the show. Okay, go into the porn now. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Okay, it's called The House by the Side of the Road. Okay, it goes like this. There are hemmed souls that live withdrawn in the place of their self-content. There are souls like stars that dwell apart in the fellowless firmament. There are pioneer souls that blaze the path where highways never ran. But let me live by the side of the road and be a friend to man. Let me live in a house by the side of the road where the race of men go by, the men who are good and the men who are bad, as good as you and I. I would not set in the scorner's seat nor hurl the cynic band. Let me live in the house by the side of the road and just be a friend to man. I see from my house by the side of the road, by the side of the highway of life, the men who press with the order order of loaf, the men who are faint with strife. But I turn not away from their smiles and tears both parts of an infinite plan. Let me live in the house by the side of the road and just be a friend to man. I know there are brook and glacian meadows ahead and mountains of wearisome height that the road passes on through the long afternoon and stretches away to the night. And still I rejoice when the travelers rejoice and weep when the strangers they moan. Nor live in my house by the side of the road like a man who dwells alone. Let me live in my house by the side of the road where the race of men go by. They are good, they are bad, they are weak, they are strong. Wise, foolish, and so am I. Then why should I sit in the scorner's seat or hurl the cynic's band? Let me live in my house by the side of the road and just be a friend to man. That's my point to you. Asheo, asheo. 
Beautiful. Thank you. 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 Taught so so many years ago, over thirty some years ago, with my Bibles and my Yeyes. Please feel free to join us on second Sunday. I will send that information out to um, to Mama D and Brother Arik and Sister Kaya has it. Okay. Brother Arik, thank you for thank you for getting Sister Kaya on that Sunday that she couldn't get on. <laughs> can you yes. say it uh, so the uh, listeners will know? Can you give oh, out the you. information? Oh, yes, ma'am, I most certainly will. You can call my number that um, Sister just mentioned. I am uh, Dr. V.M. Sabah. I'm always. I'm also called Yay Yay Granny. My great-grandson calls me Yay Yay Granny. And so, uh, Yay Yay Granny, let's talk about it. And so the number is 937-772-7454. Uh, send me your email, and I can send you all the information on how to get on. This is how you can get on on that Sunday, call me because it's it's on a conference. This is going to be on a conference call number. I'm not in front of them. I'm in my closet because I'm changing closets. So, so call me on nine three seven 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 two seven four five four four four. Uh, Doctor Sabah, a yeah a and I will be more than happy to give you the information on how to log in. Now, this is annual every second Sunday, and it's called Oberon. Egg Bay Ministry, and instead of me saying my ministry name, O'Baron Egg Bay Ministry, I just say Second Sunday. So you know, and, and once we get on, I could break everything down for everyone. So we've been having a great, um, beautiful uh, talk. It was it was basically for sisters, you know, <laughs> but the brothers been jumping on there. And I said, you know what? Uh, look, I'm gonna buy the line, yeah, my These are all my children, so just come on. <laughs> but if you want That's to fine. have some conversation, that private that's private please feel free to call me and we can set something up because i'm also a licensed counselor so mama thank you so so much uh for having me on and i'm just looking forward to coming on some more and and joining with you all and sharing with y'all god bless all the best thank you thank you better love and dr d'angelo can you give out your information um (laughs) uh basically my number is I'm associated with uh, Bernie, um, Bernie, so it would be six six seven one. Oh gosh, let me go six seven one seven 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 six seven twenty three. Is that right? Hold on. Yes, yeah, six seven three three. Six seven three three. So six seven one okay. seven seven. You like? I like the three seven. Six seven yeah. three three. Yeah. <laughs> six, seven, three. <laughs> You got seven, uh, too. <laughs> yes, he got three sevens and then six, seven, and three, three. And that's my mm-hmm. number. So that's another thing. Three is my number. Three, oh nine, and six. I say, yeah. I say. And that's funny. Great. I love that. Yeah. Or anybody can go to 963B for you, YouTube um, radio. All they got to do is go to channel 963B for you. That's it. And they'll mm-hmm. find me. Okay. And Mama Yeah Yeah, okay. uh, stick around. Yes, if uh, if the table stays empty, I want I, w- I would love for you to come and talk about another island, which will be Turtle Island, Galveston, and talk about the turtles oh. that used to be there. Oh, 
but but but, know, uh, but allow somebody else to yeah allow yes, somebody sir. else to be on the table and then uh, we'll come back to you. Yes, sir. I'll pause. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, Ben. What was that? Uh, oh, what do you want? Oh, uh, wait a minute. I have somebody else that want to join. Um, Brother uh, Kwame, Chief. Hey. Otep oh, and better love, Sister Bev. I, I'm late, yeah, but, you love. know, I'll check my – Brother Eddie sent me the uh, show because I didn't know it was okay. going to be a show, so luckily he, he sent it forward. So I, I have to go back in the archives and see what it was, but I could feel the energy of the two sisters that just – I guess they might have gotten off. And Brother Eric, hey, how you doing? Doing well, son Horace. Thank you so much, brother. Good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, that was an excellent show we did the other night. Oh man, yeah. Talk, talk, go ahead, go ahead. And speak. Uh, it's a it's a free for all. We're doing poetry. Uh, uh, son Horace, if you have some uh, spoken word that you'd like to drop, but uh, tell the people, man, about the the evening that we had with Miss Kim Weston and some of the things that she, that she told us, man. Some of the things she brought up. Oh, Miss Miss Karen Weston gave us a, a an archive back down from Black Bottom in Detroit, where she was born at, to the streets of Detroit, to the to the formation of Hitsville, and the life she had with Marvin Gaye, the other life she had with with Barry and all of the Motown family. And her life as an artist, you know, and that that great song she did, Lift Every Voice and Sing at the Coliseum there in L.A. So that was living history. But Miss Miss Kim is adamant, and she is definitely pushing before her time because Billy crossed over who was the youngest of the Tuskegee Airmen. He died last year, and she's still pushing for that, that March date of the international acknowledgement of the Tuskegee Airmen because, you know, she knows in her heart that, you know, that what they did in protecting those bombers for America to win that war with Germany, if they hadn't been, that it might have been a different outcome because, they didn't lose a a bomber. They lost a lot of men, and even to the part that she, she sharing that we got found out that there was a black female Tuskegee Airman. She didn't fight combat, but she was a, a pilot. Wow! So that's, it's, that's history. Those, yeah, and and getting it from the mouth of of our elders. Because we always say an elder is a set of encyclopedias. And when they go, that whole library is gone. And it's what we can get from them and record and get authenticity because they lived it. That was how they lived and breathed is what they're telling us. Okay, so so this is a perfect blend. Uh, uh, I, I would love for uh, Dr. D and... Uh, and Mama Bernice to, to to stay tuned with us, and we want to hear from them some more. But I, I would love for Mama Yeye to come in with you, uh, Brother Kwame. Y'all introduce y'all. I think y'all introduced yourself before, but uh, I want both of y'all to talk about Galveston. Uh, you and uh, Kwame in, in terms of the pyramids there, and, uh, and then Mama Yeye in terms of the turtles, which is really Turtle Island. Galveston, Texas was actually called Turtle Island. So 
Y'all please yeah, uh, come forth with that. Yep, and greetings, Mama Ye Ye, and it's an honor mm, to, to feel the energy of the Divine Goddess. Greetings to you too, brother. Yeah, I, I lived in Texas City, Texas, back in seven. Oh. What was it? Seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Wow. You know, and I worked at uh, Danford Hospital. They're on ter- uh-huh. they're on Galveston. They're on see, Gal- Galveston. Yeah. yeah, but see, Galveston, you know, that's the Moody Pyramid that Eric was just speaking about. Moody, Bi- Moody Bible College is there, and that they're the ones who donated the monies to get the three crystal pyramids because Galveston sits on the 29.6 latitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you can draw a straight line from Galveston to the three pyramids of Giza. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And yes, then, yep. Yeah, and then Galveston also is that in the Gulf, off of the coast of Galveston, is a city that they they divers and people have gone down there and found you know ruins that are there in Galveston. So it was connected. Galveston has a, a history, and this is where June nineteenth. Well. June 18th is when Granger walked in and all of those black soldiers on horses with guns walked past, rode past the cotton fields and went to Ashton Place Plantation and read the proclamation that, Emancipation Proclamation, that all the folks in Texas there in Galveston were were to be free. And that was an, they took two years to get over there from 1863 to 1865, for them to be the last one. Well, they weren't the last one. Delaware and uh, uh, Virginia, I think, were the last two states that that rather, you know took the emancipation. But that was the last in the South, and that's where Juneteenth came from. I say, I say. Thank you, brother. I want to pick up. Oh, are you, I, I don't want to interrupt you. I'm done. I'm done. I'll, I, oh. you, can, you can add to it. Okay, yes, sir. I want to pick up for where you left off. I want to go back, um, Sankofa, back to uh, the Aborigines people of that area. And um, some ones of them were us and some ones of them were others that were there and some ones of them were us that was always there. And so um, when they say that we were the first Indians, and, you know, I don't like to say Indians, but I always say the Aborigines people, the originals, we were already there. And then when they brought us, some ones of us from uh, enslavement and enslavement on the ships, what what happened is that the Aborigines ones said that they cleared up the beaches in, in Turtle Island, Galveston, Texas, because they were bringing these ships close as close as they could and voting the people that they enslaved on onto this land. Um, so what they had to they they were killing off the turtles. They, the Aborigines people say there were so many turtles they could walk on their backs, and they were huge. And so here comes you know when these when these ones of them these um, other ones from other countries saw that. Of course, they killed them. They did things with the shells, and that's where you got turtle soup to this day. Uh, there's other turtle islands uh, around the world, but this was one of the most um, 
the, the important ones because of the enslavement of our people. And as a matter of fact, when we're coming to Sankofa, we do Sankofa to the ancestors that started officially in 1998 when we, once of us that had got initiated as priests and priestess, we wanted to go, our Babas and Yeyes would take us to the rivers for Oshun and the ocean to Galveston to Yemaja. And so what we said was that, well, let's let's have our, our community people come as well, you know, not just us priests and initiated people to Galveston and to the river, you know, this type of thing. So we invited other people to come, some of our students, because we taught classes all over the place. And, of course, in Buff, in Buff, the leader in Buff, Brother Kofi, was one of my Bible students. And so in Buff came, we brought their people, and after a while, because we got so busy, those ones of us that were initiated, we passed the baton to Brother um, Kofi and his group for National Black United Front. So they're the ones to this to this day. These young people are the ones that took over. Now, Brother Coffee is an elder, so he just passed it on to people. And these are uh, uh, young ones out of Prairie View A&M and University of Houston, Texas Southern University, other alumni and people of that nature. But it started, we opened it up by going to the oceans for Yamaja and Alokum and then to the river to Oshun. So what we do is that once a year in October, it didn't start in October when we priests went. We went on June 19th. Now, this is the connection, what the brother was talking about. We went on June 19th because we want to honor the ancestors that were read that proclamation and everything of that nature. Not only them, we wanted to honor the ancestors that walked from Turtle Island, Galveston, Texas, to Houston, Texas, 52, 52 to 53 miles. They walked. They had buggies once they found out. And it took maybe two years or three years for Texas to find this out. But in all, it took six years, six years for the word to get around. Not two. They want to keep it at two, but it wasn't two. Because you got Arkansas, Oklahoma, you have Mississippi, Louisiana, you have all those places. And a lot of times the Caucasian Union soldiers was coming through there and to give that information, but they never made it because they were killed on the way. You know, by the Aborigines people that that messed they messed over. So until the Buffalo soldiers came through there, they were opened up and let through, and so that's how they were able to read that on their plantation. So when the San Co- when 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 we gave it to Mbub, they moved it from June 19th to October, the, the second or third week in October. We didn't want it to be close to that other that other holiday close to the 31st. And I don't have no problems with the 31st of October because I got a son and a nephew born on that day, told them what it was. But anyway, they thought they was having a big old scary party at school. So but anyway, so we didn't want our St. Copa to the Ancestors to be close to that day because we view our ancestors very different than the way they view theirs. So we, we did June 19th. But because they, they started in October, and I said it has to be a couple of weeks prior to that, we supported those young people. And to this day, they have it in the second or third week in October. Thank Kofa to the answer. You can go on YouTube, and you can see all of us, myself and others as well. We're in a circle. We're walking around. We're praising, and, you know, we're taking food and things out to the to the ocean. We're singing songs and all of this. All of us are there. And so uh, I just want to say that, you know, that that's pretty much my, my involvement. I go every year as I can and also to uh, support them regardless of, of the time. 
And, and thank so you for they that have, share. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I also now I go to uh, I be I went to Detroit last year with uh, with Sister Kaya. She came and picked me up, and we went to the waters in Detroit. Is that a lake or something? Some big river or whatever you took me to? Yes, and we, we're surrounded by lakes. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. So I say yeah. everywhere, everywhere I go, we're gonna do Sankofa everywhere, everywhere. So she and her little girl and myself, we went and we did Sankofa. So any time I can, you know, anybody, I'm on my way to Long Island, New York next month. I have a student there in Long Island, and you know she's on the Atlantic. <laughs> so whenever I go there, this is the third or fourth time I'm coming, she say, yeah, yeah, we're on the way to the ocean. And that's the re- the real one that we need to go to. <laughs> so, so whatever place I go to to have any water, we're going to have Sankofa to the ancestors. Yes. Kai is on the line. Kai, you out there? Greetings, all. Can y'all hear me? This is amazing show tonight. How y'all doing? Yes. Oh, great, yes, ma'am. Great. And, and where I took you, yeah, yeah, well, that's called um, Belle Isle, the island where I took you to. Oh, it's called Belle Isle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, since I'm taking okay. the water well, you... and oceans and rivers and stuff, I just recently came from uh, Bahama. And, um, yeah, tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so um, determined to go because I really felt like I needed to go there. And there were some things in place. The universe set me back for a second, but it put me back on. And then when I went there, it's like I knew I was there because intuitively I felt like we here. Like we here. Whatever we here, I got to find some water to go to. So my daughter mm-hmm. and my cousin and my little niece, they were swimming in the water whatever. And then mm-hmm. I was going to go watching them, taking turns watching the children. So when All I right. get to the water, when I get to the water, I see my feet in the water. I got in the water. And I was like, are these waves just coming because I'm in the water? So I ain't say nothing, right? My daughter would say, Mama, when you got in the water, the waves just start coming. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, they maybe, maybe they know that we're here, you know. And, I, and, and mm-hmm. I, to me, I thought it was very special because this is a place where, too, and I keep having filling her spirit. So this is where, in the area where Aaliyah was, died on an mm-hmm. uh, airplane pad. And speaking oh, of Texas, I had a dream. It was like she was trying to show me how she died. Yeah. And somehow mm-hmm. we were up in the sky and then we were on an airplane then we mm-hmm. were on some kind of, uh, you know, those cellulite things. I don't know what them things can be, cellulite. Uh, they're kind of gray. You can, you can count up on them. I'll find the name of it later. But we were like, she was, it was at the airport though. We were up on mm-hmm. there and all I heard right. was, welcome to Texas. I'm like, Texas? Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, to me, it was all magical for me. Yes, ma'am. Oh, beautiful. Someone just like that. Great, great, great. Wait, Sister Yay Yay. Go ahead. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, and I thank you for sharing because part of MBUF, because Conrad Worrell was one of the, yes. the founding brothers. Founders and I does. remember mm-hmm. when I lived in Chicago, you know, yes. we, when he started that, him and Baba Hannibal Afrique. And the thing mm-hmm. that you were saying, you know, mm-hmm. with, with doing that and saying that you do it in October because Baba Af- Hannibal Afrique 
always mm-hmm. said that we were attempting to do because October is Columbus. And the thing mm-hmm. that he wanted to make October was is African Holocaust Month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's when the thing started with when when he came. But he, there's an excellent mm-hmm. book by uh, what is his name? It's African American and Native American, and Yay. what he talks about in there because the first when they first invaded, they came mm-hmm. and they they we were the first put into slavery. The ones here. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. they first came yeah. into this this turtle island, right. but what we yeah. have that in the Gulf of Mexico was famous about Galveston also is Mana Musa. You remember they talk about Mana oh, Musa yeah. and the gold oh, when he traveled across. Mm-hmm. But his six, Mana Musa took over the throne after uh, Emma Baraka mm-hmm. stepped off the throne when he built his thousand ships. He, he yeah, built really yeah. 2,000 because that's when they came mm-hmm. and they settled into Brazil and came mm-hmm. up the the the, the uh, coast of South America, Central. Mm-hmm. They came yeah. into the Gulf. They came into the Gulf. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. went up the Mississippi and they began mm-hmm. and, and they dispersed all through the, mm-hmm. the Turtle Island. Yes, sir. And so that's how we have that connection. Plus, in the 1520s or 1540s is when the mm-hmm. Portuguese came in, and came into South Carolina. What's the name? Uh, Chichawa. That was the mm-hmm. name of, of it. They were trying to build a town there in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. hundred Africans that they had brought with them overthrew them and chased them mm-hmm. back. And they went back to, to Spain and Portugal and they stayed and, and assimilated into to the communities there and what, what we look at the Yamases, Lumbees, and that and that's how they traveled and went down and because they had that just about taken all of the the indigenous people out of Florida. Mm-hmm. And they were, were, were taking them up and down the east coast, but they, they had just about taken everybody out. And that's how we got what was called the Seminoles, the runaways, is because those were the runaway Africans. Right. And that's how we Mm -hmm. got. And then Chief, uh, what is his name? He was a Seminole when he was fighting with with Andrew Jackson. When they Mm -hmm. left out of the Everglades and left, they settled there off the coast in Mexico, off the Gulf of Mexico. Mexico. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. It's so, so much beautiful history, and it's, it's, it's so wonderful. And also, uh, I work with Dr. Ndugu Khan. Uh, Brother Arik has, has spoken with him, and I had him do a second Sunday for the brothers. <laughs> I say because this is majority for the sisters, and uh, he's now said, oh, yeah, yeah, don't tell me you're going to work me some more. So I say we have to have a balance, right? And so what Dr. Khan has done, and he is Hunan Ifakayade Ogunsina, and so what he does in his second Sunday, he speaks to brothers also about uh, African spirituality, comedic uh, journeys, Ethiopia, First Bible, and then also he speaks about, most importantly, men's health, men's health. So uh, I would definitely like to send the brothers, uh, Brother Afri has his information. I would definitely like to give you all his information as well. You can go to Chi Kung Yo Health, like you take Tai Chi. He's a grandmaster 
of various forms of martial arts, especially Qigong and Tai Chi. And the name of it is Qigong Your Health. And so you just log on that anywhere, and you're going to come up with Dr. Ndugukan. And he has a second Sunday as well. And I'll send, have him send uh, his time, because he's central. He's in Houston, so he's central. And I could just uh, have Brother Africa send that information out to the brothers if they want to join him. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, ma'am. So, so, so good speaking with the brother in Texas City. You, you might be from Kennedy or something because we had many, many, many family reunions in no, Texas City. No, I was. Yeah, I you're was down not from there Texas with City. A young lady, I, I was born. Oh in my! Because <laughs> <laughs> the majority of the people in Texas City is our kin. <laughs> Okay, so you was there with a young lady. Okay, that's different then. But yeah, this this history or history and her story uh is just so prevalent for our children and children's children today. Even though if our children are not gonna make mine know, because uh, you know they grew up and I I was telling them my son is thirty be thirty eight next week, the youngest, and he said, Mom, you've been telling us we're an endangered species since I can understand my mother's voice. <laughs> he was yeah, but baby, what? Baby, but I. Yeah. <laughs> He was saying and, that, uh, you know, the, go ahead, dear. No, I, I was just, when you, you said that you, you told him that he was an endangered species, we are the, the, the majority of the planet. We're yes, nevertheless, yes, we, we've taken that concept, and, mm-hmm. and that, that's part of the spell we've been put in. We have to stop mm-hmm. the language yes. of suppression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The reason I was saying is that, his brothers, his older brothers that were out there in the street, you know, doing what they were doing, and I was speaking to the young teeny tiny ones and letting them know that the things that they're doing out there, you know, there's some, some ones of them out there that used to be slave hunters, and now they're called police. And so they they have put you in this particular uh, box, but you're not going to – I told him as a child, that's a box you're, you're not going to be in. You are, and I'm going to get the rest of them out, which I did do. Yeah, and we had right. my, my teacher was Dr. Anthony Menza. Uh, he was taught mm-hmm. at the University of Milwaukee, and he taught me in mm-hmm. the Ghanaian Fonte tradition of the Han Hong, and my initiation was through that. And mm-hmm. in him doing that, bringing that teaching from Milwaukee over to Chicago, he began to teach the brothers and, and at Kennedy King College there. And Mm -hmm. he taught the brothers there, and the brothers that were on the police force quit the police force and started their own protection. All right. Mm -hmm. See, and and these are the stories that we have to tell. It's just like Dr. Fukia. Dr. Uh Fukia went into the Massachusetts prison and began teaching rites of passage from the Congo lease teaching mm-hmm. with 15 mm-hmm. students and everyone that came out of there went back out and went to college and, and, and became famous. So the yes, thing sir. is, is mm-hmm. that this is why our ways work in the ceremonial of understanding mm-hmm. ritual because what mm-hmm. the word spiritual is the word ritual. It, and initiations right. and rites are part of the ritual and how to that's connect the, the spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and this is so. And the young and the young people now they looking at Juneteenth as a gay celebration. See how so they, they have they, 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 they tried to so, that. Yeah. Yes. 
mm-hmm. tried but, to confiscate yeah, anything that, that has that, to do with. Go ahead, brother. No, I was just going to say because that's important. We have to understand something. They get paid. Government people get paid for King and Juneteenth. Yes. That they mm-hmm. did what they did to us. They still getting paid and honoring. They're not honoring us. They're honoring themselves because yeah. they're making it a national holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, this is mm-hmm. why Baba Hannibal said that we need the African Holocaust Month because they gave. Mm-hmm. They just recently gave November as as the part of being national. You know, Native American Month. They gave us yeah, February. Yeah. See, and these are the things that we got to create our celebrations. We're That's right. every 365 days is our year. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though we're in this like Gregorian calendar, I, be, I say happy Gregorian uh, New Year's to everyone because we know how in the world is Mother Nature going to spring forward and it's ice on the ground. So That's the part. That's the creation yeah. because... That's mm-hmm. why they added those two months so it could fall on Easter, the, the celebration mm-hmm. for the church. Yes. That Easter yes. would not <laughs> fall right unless they added those two months in. Two months. That's right. Exactly. They had to add those, take take the take them twenty eight days away and because it shouldn't be a leap year and a this year and you know, it's just yeah, right. I got you. I like to ask but a what, question. What, um go ahead. I like to ask no. a question in reference to the holidays. Hey, Brother Kwame, how you doing? It's Eddie. Grateful. Okay. Um, what kind of holidays do they have in Guam? Do they have any uh, indigenous holidays or do they have uh, capital city holidays in Guam? In Guam? Yeah, Dr. D is on. Dr. D and, uh, and uh, a shaman sister over there is on also. And uh, they were talking about things that's going on over there and things of that nature. And um, since we're talking about holidays, I was just wondering if there are any holidays over there. Uh, well, they still the, on, the, 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 th- the thing in Guam is... Wait. Wait, Kwame. I don't know. Is they still listening? I'm here. I'm here. We do have holidays okay. in Guam. They're tomorrow holidays. Um is Independence Day. I mean, we have a, seem almost like in Mexico, it seems like we always have a lot of different holidays. Unfortunately, my sister had to get off. She has to go pick up another okay. person. But we do have okay. a lot of different holidays of Chamorro culture. They also have a lot of different festivals of celebration. Of, uh, some of them also are the, uh, the saints, just like we do in the States. You know what I mean? It's done undercover just like uh, I don't know if anybody know about Santeria and how that yes. the celebration of faith, how they do do that kind of same thing here They but they have a different name of a Chamorro God and they're different names for, for the earth so yeah there is a lot of different holidays um, here that are celebrated um, November to December is their time of the year for a lot of celebrations uh, another one is in, in February, the same as, you know, and the states. So I'm sorry, I don't know all the holidays, but give me a minute and I'll get right back with you. Well, okay. And, and I, would, 
I was just going to say because you know what Guam, what seven miles wide, thirty-two miles long. Guam is a commonwealth of, of U.S. like Puerto Rico. I, mm. I visited in '69 when I was coming home, coming uh, in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And so the part that I'm saying that, and the indigenous people there, the the, the tribal people there of the land, were were captives just as we were. And they're making that a, a, a colony of this country. Right. Uh, another reason why I brought it up is because of that fact. Um, there's a sister there, and she's, she's kind of going through some, some things. She's trying to keep her ancestral land. And because of that, you know, that's another reason why I want to bring that up because she does farming and things like that. And just like here in the Carolinas, farmers aren't farming. They're getting bigger checks from welfare. They, you know, I haven't heard anything about them burning the crops as soon as um, the pandemic started. But the reality is still the same. You know, they're causing people over there to suffer. And it's going to take us, the original indigenous people, to um, come together to heal the land, to get back to being one with nature, you know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Um, colonialization, corporation, whatever you want to call it, you know, they have their agenda, but this is the, the year of the dragon, year of the serpent power and all of that, so we just need to elevate our Kundalini and align it. I'm going to calm down. And align it and unify it to bring about the change. And this is some research that I've been doing because I majored in psychology. But what we got psycho dealing with psychology, and this somebody, is somebody wait wait psych- wait, Kwan, is some Kwan, somebody have to mute they uh, mute uh, they line because we hear noise. Go ahead, Kwan. Yeah, but what we're looking at in the psychology because there's three stages in the in the, in the behavioral process: it's id, ego, and super ego. And what we've got to do is go back to spiritology. This is what we were originally as indigenous people. Our concept of, of the creators and everything and we're oneness with the cosmos and the consciousness that we receive. The part of the end what Freud took is is that he's starting from the baby. And the thing of it is is that I've taken the word id and changed it into put it back into the individual's divinity, because when that child is formed in the womb, that's divine process to form a body in order to come onto the earth. And coming onto the earth is that they took it and says, okay, you, 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 the individual that is in the divine in the divinity, then you come onto the earth. That's why you have an earth day. And when you come onto the earth, the earth is geo. Geo is the word for earth, and you take geo and you put E-G-O, you got ego. They just change the words, and then you go from the ego to the superego. Is the, the, the third stage in the psychological behavior process, the superego, the, the arrogance, the narcissism. But the part of it is, is the geo is the same word, the earth, but you, you take the super and you put it into P-U-R-E-S, the purest of the earth. This is what the Mother Earth is. We're on earth, but we need to be one with earth. That's how we once yeah. began to live. And we need to align our intent and our spirit, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really what all I'm trying to say right now. Because um, yeah. you know, Claude Anderson said a lot of things uh, just 15, 20 years ago, and there's been so many people. El Haj Malik Shabazz started to say some of these things. Martin Luther King emphasized on, you know, he led his people into a burning house. He didn't realize at first he was an agent, regardless of how people think or feel about him. It's more so what he did on at the end, you know. But overall, the only way things are going to get back in divine order is we become divine again and alive. And put our and that's, that's what, Right. And this is what I was sharing. You, each of us, the individual divine, each of us is divine. This is how we came. This, this, that is a divine process to form from a sperm and an egg to make that which is talking on these lines right now. A sperm and an egg created that which is talking on these lines right now. If that is not divine, what else is? <laughs> You're right, but just I, emphasizing on where we are right now. Somebody else wanted to say something. I yield. I say I just want to make the comment on what you, what the brother was speaking about, Mother Earth, um, and also to say that it was written. It was written. Also, it was told and written by these shippers that went and and um, brought our people over to this way, and as they were dragging them to the ships. Some ones of them fell on the sand, fell on the shore, and ate the earth. They ate it. They put dirt in their mouth, and they swallowed it. They swallowed but, see, Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what you got to understand is the earth is a living being. The dust yes. and the skin and the bones mm-hmm. are our ancestors that we walk mm-hmm. on. That's mm-hmm. what we are on on is that the right dust now. because soil is alive. Soil mm-hmm. is is a is a living being. What happens mm-hmm. is is it just like we become ashy and you get that dust that gets on top that's of your skin. That's what dirt is. <laughs> it's just the dead skin of the soil. Exactly. That they was just baffled. Is these these you know what is putting dirt. Earth and rock in their mouth. And it's like those ones they didn't understand it. They never will. They don't understand it to this day. But our our brothers and, and, and sisters, they knew. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, brother. I'm done. And they and they have a they have a mineral oh, called humic acid, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like dirt. It's black and and it's very good. I have someone else that want to join oh. the mound table. Okay. Uh, three one three four zero one. Bless you, Jimmy. What a good show. Hey, Miss Kim. Miss Kim. Hey. Kim Weston. Kim Weston. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. I've been listening. I've been listening. It's been too good. To God, God be the glory. To God be the glory. And I'm I'm so busy telling y'all how much I've enjoyed it. I forgot what I want to say. So I'm gonna just wait until time and then I'll. Until I get it back, but <laughs> uh, okay, great to okay. put hearing yeah. your voice again. Bless you, bless you. I, well, I've been I've been here. I was here. Um, was that yesterday? I guess was that yesterday you had the um, yeah. Was the last time we had the other one? Oh, here with the blue pill, red. Okay, okay. I didn't put my hand up or anything. I I just listened. <laughs> Okay. Miss Kim, Miss Kim, we we 
we we talked about uh how you uh you gave us a great night the other night on the radio. I think we was on the phone for five hours. Blog Talk didn't yes. cut us off. We were on for five hours plus. And, I heard uh, you. I heard yeah, you. On you. I, I heard you tonight. I heard you and Brother Kwame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was telling them about right about the Tuskegee Airmen. You can, you can, Miss mm-hmm. Kim, give us what, what 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 you want done, so we'll know what to to, to move forward with. Well, that was and that's. Thank you, Brother Clement. You know I love you. I, I want well, all that you have been sharing is my veteran and community coalition. Ever we want done, if we come together, we ain't got to make no noise. We just come together and agree. And what I want, Brother Billy, Dota Fontaine asked me if I would help him to get the fourth Thursday in March a national holiday. There, there are about five states that, that are honoring it now. It's uh, the Tuskegee Commemorative Day. And this year it's the 28th. You know, so um, I don't know how to get it started. If somebody can help me get it started, I'm, I'm, I'm running, but I, I ain't running that, like I would be. March 28th, Tuskegee Day. Okay. And and I've been reaching out in uh I've been reaching out over here in my state. Well, not my state, but in the country of Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and and uh, I did get a couple of people on the line and um and so I, I have a you know, I have a, a couple of things started over here in this in this land. But yeah, many people can jump on board. We have the sister out in Guam, we have Miss Kim Weston who has this uh you know, this project going on and uh and so yeah, y'all, you know this 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 is my feeling in the way. Why don't we, get on, a, uh, don't we get on Skype? Skype, you know, you can connect a bunch of people together on Skype, and we all can come together and and uh, brainstorm and see how to do this. Yeah, oh, yeah, we could. Yeah, because that and Zoom gets infected too much, and yeah, I think I like, that would be a good I like idea. Yeah, and yeah. to get on Skype, and then we can see who we, who we are. We hear each other. You know, if you want to show yourself, you can show yourself. If not, you can keep the camera turned off. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm, glad, I'm glad Skype is still up and running. I didn't know it was still up and running. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skype is running. StreamYard is the other one that people are using and and that, but... Eric is a technician. What what what's the best one to go on, Eric? Oh, I I don't have a clue. I don't do none of that. I don't do Clubhouse. I don't do none of that. I don't uh, I don't mess with that. I'm barely messing with these phones. Barely. After a while, I'm gonna, hey y'all, when spring when spring spring up, I'm gonna spring up too, and I'm and the phone is gonna be on, on the ground, and I'm gonna be out in nature. I'm gonna be getting wild berries, and I'm gonna be getting everything that's growing lemons. You know, it's it's funny how nature starts. Blooming in spring, the the things yellow, the solar plexus, the first thing that come out, boy, lemons, the yellow flowers, everything yellow. Mm-hmm. Dandelion, uh, yes. Oh, dandy, come on now, that that lion, that, that go that lion again, that dandelion. <laughs> but but I want to get back to Miss Kim uh, since Miss Kim is here. Miss Kim, just uh, speak mm-hmm. speak what's on your mind and your heart at, right now. You know what what you what you got going 
uh, you want to speak more on the Tuskegee Airmen, or you you know you have so much well, to offer? I want to, yeah. I want to emphasize uh, the veteran and community coalition because that's everybody. Everybody. If you're, my, the reason I'm saying veteran is because we're, we need to encourage our veterans to speak up for what they fought for. What did you fight for? Did you fight for people to be men to be dressed like women and acting like they're women in kindergarten in their, in their schools? Is that what you fought for? Did you fight for, for us losing our, our freedom of speech? Well, the people that fought, we ought to be. We should be listening to them. Brother Kwame, I'm here, and you're very much correct because the thing of it is, and in a sense, we're all veterans, is because we're fighting a government that do not didn't want to recognize us as human beings, and then once they did recognize us, they gave us the limitless parts of being human. Every time that we, we attempted to get what was, was the birthright, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, they didn't want that to happen because they feel that they were the greater, and they are not. They are the lesser on the planet. They are more people of melanin than they are the melanemics. Well, you know what? My thing is, everything that was made, I believe the world children was made by God. Everything that was made was made by him, and it was made for him. So as far as I can see, they've been deceived. They've been distracted. And in the play, Main Street, it says, if we pray for our enemy and God answers the prayer, then we shouldn't have no more problems. But well, what I'm going to do, I, I, let me change this again. I'll be too go good. ahead, go ahead. The Veteran and Community I'll... Coalition, the various areas, acquire, security, delivering. We need to develop our own stuff. And our veterans know. They know it all. So let's do it here. Let's do it together. And then we can tell the people that is not what we want and you work for us. But until we come together, don't mean Thank you very much. Well, I say, well, Kwame, I, I say, and Kwame, I'll send you my email to you. I mean, my Skype to you and uh, Eric, and you can pass it around. All right. I thank us. Okay. And I just want to make one more comment, Mama, if it's okay. Yes. Yes. This is Yeye Sabah, Yeye. I just wanted to say that I'm right there with Mama and the veterans because um, my uncles was a veteran. I had uncles here in Ohio that was in World War II. I had the Korean War, and I had uh, my husband was in the Vietnam War. And so uh, we definitely uh, fight and still fight for veterans. And I just, when I pass veterans, we have more homeless veterans on the street more so than anybody, and I don't. We don't even want to get started on what's happening with um, the invasion. So I, we we can't get, even get started on that conversation because we'll be here another two hours. But uh, well, you know, next time, time what, you, what you're saying right there, a I'm part saying of the that. Program, uh, well, yes, mm, ma'am. Don't leave. I just want to tell you, 
uh, have a point right there where you are. We, I've got yes, a concept yes. where every veteran can have a home if we want it. Brother Ed and I, we've got to, got to plan with that. Yes, okay, that is so good. I'm glad they're able to reach out to you. And uh, I'm in a very small town. We don't have uh, homeless people in this town. It's, you know, no more than about 3,000, 5,000 people in this in this community. But the ones that are in Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, Ohio, because I'm in the Ohio area now. But in Houston, when I go home to Houston, then that's when I see it. And uh, looking at Greg Abbott, I want to say that Greg Abbott today, to this day, still to this day, now you know Texas, Tejas, that was the original name, Tejas wanted to be its own country. And yeah. I, re, brother, brother, you know you know about this, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why they got one star in their flag. That's all they got. <laughs> that's them. That's them. Ma'am? I was saying that he said there's one star in the flag. I said that star represents Texas, I guess. The, oh, yes. Uh, the country. The country of Texas. It's a nation within the nation. Yes. Yes. And see, no matter how many times they threaten to send soldiers there, and every soldier they sent to the border to, to tell them to take the wire down, the soldiers join the the people that is there, the the rangers. They join them. But what? But what I'm, 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 you know, and this is something we got to look at. All of those people coming across, because in 2021 the Haitians came across, and what what, what we're looking at is all of those people is coming across that border. Their ancestors was born in the Western Hemisphere. How are they immigrants? They are not. They are indigenous people to this land. That's right. They come. They who standing there trying to shoot them and mm-hmm. kill them and get that and stop them yeah. from coming. Their ancestors mm-hmm. are the invaders. They are yeah, invaders. They're the invaders. Well, I'm just thinking, uh, you know, the the Most High and the spirit of the, of their ancestors and ours that at least He's putting them on trains, planes, automobiles, and buses, and so bust them into the interior of this country. And he had never, ever, ever, I'm from Texas, and I used to but tell my what? sister, yeah, why are y'all going to Cancun, Mexico for vacation? What do you mean? Just step out the door. But what what, what, what we don't <laughs> understand is all of those people that's coming from Colombia, Guatemala, all of those places, that's where mm-hmm. the drugs that we sent the chemicals down there to take their right. natural resources <laughs> and make it into a mm-hmm. drug den. Yes, to produce it. We mm-hmm. did that. We this country the government did, did that. that. We didn't do that. Oh, you co-signed that, Kwame? You signed that contract? Did you sign that contract, Kwame? No, I ain't signed that contract. And correct me if I speak wrong. Yeah, you but said we. I, we didn't know, do that. Way, <laughs> we didn't way, do that. In a way, brother, we did. Cause let me tell you something. What we found out as well. The one of the big things about the crack cocaine disaster for our people and the monies that they were getting from that, they were dropping that out. They were they were supporting the drug cartels in in those from those countries from the crack. From all the crack and the coke and the and the, all that they were dropping off from the you know, my brothers was on everything in the seventies, you know, acid from all of that. And they were but, making but what, up our but and where, taking actually, it. And, and what, what really happened too I was she saying that. 
Go ahead. We had to be introduced to those things. We didn't create them. We didn't even know what it meant. We didn't know. The indigenous people have used coca leaves, marijuana, leaves. even the poppy, even some of the poppy plants, even though that was more in Asia than here in the Americas as far as what I know. I could be wrong, but my point is, is this. Those were ceremonial plants. They yeah. turned them into, just like what Kwame was speaking to, to use battery acid, all the chemicals they used, to turn these natural plants into powder? No, a serious chemist had to do that. We keep things mm-hmm. natural. We keep things mm-hmm. simple. You know, you got a right. garden outside your house, you'll get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's either medicine or it's food. To turn something mm-hmm. into something different, that you got to go through all of those processes? Uh-huh. That ain't a Naga foot that, that but, created that. But, but Eric if I may just say this one thing, this one line, the word says that the herb bearing seed is for our meat, our M-E-E-T, to meet our needs, the needs of the body. God has everything we need in the earth with the herb bearing seed. Right. And 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 one thing is, is the microbial of the earth, and Eric can attest to this, is the mushroom. The mushrooms is, is, is the medicines that help us to rewire our neural net so we won't be so crazy. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, take one, I'll take one better than that. Uh, the soil. The soil that the mushroom is in, the, the soil is the key right there. The soil, I used to, I heard Mama Ye talking about that black soil just reaching your hand in there. I've done that in Vermont. When I go to Vermont, it's so okay. ancient up there, and uh, they have these huge crystals bigger than a car, and they grow Ooh. moss on them. So if you peel back the moss, underneath that moss is the blackest dirt mm. that you've ever seen. Black. I'm mm. talking about, man. And I just, yeah. and it was vibrating so high. Plus, it was on that crystal for millions of years. I knew it. Yeah. And uh, and I just took a big chunk of it and put it in my mouth, chewed it up, and swallowed it. Man. Mm. Oh, man. I'm telling you. I was lit. I was lit, literally lit on a natural high. And one of big up Baba Crenshaw, one of big up D. Crenshaw and Crenshaw Herb Packs, and they, they have that in liquid form and many other products. And, uh, yeah, I hope they come back on, on the air pretty soon with us. And then, uh, yeah, we definitely, I don't have their number right now, but, Definitely want y'all You're to reach out to them. Right, Eric? But, exactly. But, but yeah. See, yeah. That's why I was saying about the word ego and it's geo because, like Mom, Miss Kim said, that the things to meet our needs is in the earth because that's our relative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why we call it the plant relative. We are mm-hmm. kin to that plant. It is medicine yes. or it's our poison, yes. one or the other. Yes. Uh, Dr. D and I were talking earlier, Dr. D and I were talking last night, and she was telling me about the cleansing that she's going through. I hope you don't mind me putting it out, Doc, but um, that's one of the products that she's using also. I think she said Bilavic, but it's still that that humic um, resin, and uh, right now on TikTok, they're advertising for 
something called shilajit, and uh, it is mm-hmm. basically the same thing, except it's in the oil form. You know, I've seen a video of some people in the Himalayan mountains climbing up 500 feet because it grows in between the rocks. Eric, I don't know if you know about the shilajit, but that it grows in between the rocks, and it might be volcanic ash that didn't. Uh, uh, calcify or whatever the case may be and these in, these guys were bringing it down putting in a pot on fire and that's the only way they basically could break it up and separate it oozes out of the, the it oozes out of the hills in california when you're on the coast you can see it coming out of the side of the hills it just it just oozes out like oil black thick or like tar yeah it's everywhere really oh yeah for years been doing that for years Oh, I'm sure for years, but I'm just saying I never knew, brother. And, and that's what. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. You, you I mean, that I mean, yeah, I mean, we had a La Brea tar pit. You know, like I say, the history of this plant, the history of uh, North America is, is just now starting to peel back. I mean, we had we had those big elephants, man, with the big tusks, or what they call them, the the mascadon, and we had uh, saber tooth tigers, and you know, all yep. kind of creatures that they that they unearthed. Colorado was yeah. famous for it. That's that's mm-hmm. one of that's one of the, the places where they found skeletons of steel of the Macedon. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. You know, that's that's where the beryllium beryllium is in Colorado. You know, beryl. They have they have they have aquamarine hot springs in Colorado. Aquamarine hot springs. Oh, they got, they got they got opals. Imagine that. They got the the opals is 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 plentiful in in Colorado. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, every it's every not, place has its tones and frequencies and gemstones. Uh, hun, go, go right ahead. Go right ahead, y'all. Yeah, I was just saying, that's probably why they built the um, Denver Airport. The Denver mm-hmm. Airport holds a whole lot of secrets. <laughs> so I know you brothers know uh, about what's going well, on in and under. I don't. I don't remember about that. Are. All of the caves are in Colorado. Because in Colorado. They, they've mm-hmm. got... Yeah, because up up above uh, Colorado Springs, up past Manitou, they got what's called uh, God's Garden, and that's where the the skeletons were found of of the mastodons and and saber tooth. And the thing and going up north of that, because all of that was was part of where the Ice Age was, and and going mm-hmm. up from Colorado on up into the north, because. Mm-hmm. This is what was frozen over, and now it's thawing off. And and the thing is, is that it's now revealing what is is up under it, like what they're finding in the Antarctic and and the Arctic. Exactly, and and that uh, the river, the Euphrates, or something that lost the water or something recently. Somebody, See, they've got a planet. They've got a planet now in an orbit, and it only comes around every 11,400 years. And it's out there with Neptune in, in the Neptune orbit. It's on the outskirts of our solar system. It's called uh, uh, Setna, S-E-D-N-A. And this is the planet for the, the people in the, the, what they call the Enuts. And this mm-hmm. is the, the planet because it's so far and cold out there. It's redder than, than Mars. And the, the thing that's setting up, with, it's coming around, it's going to take 72 years for us to be get a, close enough now to get another picture because we won't see it for another 11,000 years. But setting mm. up, 
and she mm-hmm. is the goddess of the Arctic waters. She mm-hmm. is the the, the 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 goddess of the seals, the the orcas, the the, the yeah, yeah. Well, all of the Arctic waters. And the mm-hmm. part for her is in her appearance is her name. S E D N A. See the DNA. That planet's energy is hitting this Earth along with all the mm-hmm. other planets in our solar system. Is activating mm-hmm. what the DNA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Kwame. Now, just pause just a second. Now, to those of you that were here from the beginning of this bill, Kwame, you wasn't here. There's no way we can make it up because you wasn't here. I said. Right. We, we talked about the rock mineral content of Guam, and it is Guam. the word that you just said backwards, andesite, because it comes from the Andes Mountains in Peru. That's mm-hmm. what sending it backwards is Andes. It's andesite mm-hmm. rock that's in Peru that's in Guam. So, mm-hmm. man, come mm-hmm. on, y'all. You can't make this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it, that's why I always say it comes from outer space, DNA and RNA. Mm-hmm. It came on a meteorite. Peru mm-hmm. is built from intelligence that came on the meteorite with that pyroxene. Mm-hmm. Pyroxene is, is what those, I call it basalt heads. Other people call it Olmec heads, but they don't know that much about the Olmec. People still discovering things about the Olmec, but I call it basalt because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's the bar and salt. The information is in the salt. You have to go right. to the periodic table. You have to, mm. Right, but what, you, what we're looking at with the meteor, because two things. That's why Haiti is so important because that huge meteor that ran that that hit that mountain in Haiti is that's the mineral that they're taking out of there along with the gold and copper and silver that they're taking out of Haiti on the other side of the mountain their mineral deposit is not as great as the side on Haiti because Haiti also sits on a fault of oil that's what shifted to cause the earthquake that hit Haiti is that fault shifted or they, they torpedo it in order for it to cause that earthquake because they're wanting that mineral deposit, and this is why they will not change Haiti because it was in 1804 when Haiti turned around and got its independence from France. 1804, just 200 years, 200-something years ago, still will not let Haiti be a nation within the Western Hemisphere. Tonight we've been talking about magic, and we've been talking about connecting with nature, and the people that I know and talk to from IAT, they don't, they don't, they don't have these type of conversations. You know, they warriors, just like the Adam of Guam, the Chamora. Chamora means warrior. So that that uh, that young lady, you know. Um, Mama Bernice, when she was on, she was telling us about how she talked to her plants, and she wanted a plant, and that plant, and she had, and that never could grow in her yard. She tried and tried and never grow. But a typhoon, a typhoon came through and smashed the island. And guess what? That plant she been wanting, it, it was growing in her yard. <laughs> the typhoon dropped off but, the thing that she wanted in her heart. Well, I'm not finished. I'm not finished, brother Kwame. I'm sorry. And. And so what I'm saying is that we have to keep it right there based on what the people that live in these places. We, re, we report from standing over here in our comfort zone. We eat three meals a day. You know, you know, we allow people to just throw away trash. We allow people to sell us junk. We don't have no fight. These other places, these little, little islands, 
man, they on another dimension of living. They fight, man. They and they don't have weapons. They don't have guns and knives and all that. It's a different kind of fight. So I'm keeping it right there. I'm not allowing nobody to come on here and talk in a in a low vibration frequency about what what they're doing or what we don't have, man. That's that's garbage. That's in the past. That stinks. We got need to put that in the garbage can, man. We are rolling with the power. If without us, they don't have anything going. We know that these people are just like the Wizard of Oz, y'all. It's a hoax. So you know, it's time to just uh, it's time to shift gears and it's time to just uh, do what we say we we're gonna do. Y'all heard the sister in Guam? She need help. You know, uh, uh, y'all heard uh, Miss Kim Weston, the elder. We these are elders. These are these are our queens and our empresses of our lands, and they and they calling out for us for assistance. So what are we gonna do? We gonna keep talking about what they are doing? Come on, y'all. Let's let's change gears, man. Let's let's get about the business and, and let's do some let's do something together. You know. You done? I am. Yes. And what 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 the sister in Guam is saying, and when she was saying that the church, the Catholic, how they have the indigenous people put the spirituality of worship into the thing. That's the same thing the Haitians did with the Catholicism and putting our deities and our spiritual work in that. And that's the, what, this is what we're fighting now. We're not fighting a war of weapons. We're fighting a war of spirit and the spirit of our ancestors and, and, and the spirit of this consciousness is giving us the power. We don't have to do the, the 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 veterans of old fighting the war with weapons. The weapons is the consciousness and the belief system is the power. Okay. We wrestle not with flesh <laughs> but with spirit. I'm about to yes. have people that yes, people that know. Yes, ma'am. People that know me know that um, because I'm a great grandmother and around seven or so, I always say these words. I'm about to have my tea, and that cuts me off from everything. So I just thank you all so much for having me on, and that I, I'm just yes. so anxious to be on the next one, Mama D and Brother I Free, Brother Kwame, the elder that was on, has given us those words of wisdom. And um, the young lady in Guam and those of us that are, like I say, I'm the vice president of a 61-acre farm in Greensboro, Georgia. You all heard my story before, uh, working with the farmer that's there. And so, um, you know, those of us that still have land, any kind of land, even just a yard, you know, that I want to let you all know something. Check out something called electroponics, not aquaponics, electroponics. I just found out that research before I get off electroponics now that that is going to ask you to use three feet of copper wire you need just three feet of copper wire brothers that that grow stuff and know about copper you know what copper can do so three feet of copper wire that's your electricity Mm -hmm. go ahead i love that i I was just going to tell you i'm across the lake from you in eatonton oh no you're not in eaton what you say Are you serious? You Lake Controni or Controni? No, I'm, I'm on Lake Sin- I'm on I'm on Lake Sinclair. I'm I'm right off from okay. from Milledgeville. Yes, we passed Lake Sinclair.
there all the time coming to Greensboro. Yes, I'll be he- I'll be heading there myself and Sister Kaya. I took her there last year. We did a tour, her and her children. We're putting this um, farm now that the brother's an elder. And like I, you know, I told the story before, but uh, the brother's an elder. He has two, two strokes and various things that happened to him. And what's happening is that we're using his farm instead of him using it as a big farm that it is from his grandfather and everybody. He's using it as a teaching farm. So we're putting the farm together as an old teaching farm. He still have the original mm-hmm. tractors and plows that you use with the hand to push it with the hand and all. So we're putting those together at like in a museum so we can have our children and our people come to this 60-something acre farm. Sister Star, Sister Kai and her children Star, and we'll be going back there again to assist him. And uh, like Brother Afrika said to you and many others, if you're going to be in the Atlanta area, or in close to Greensboro or even Eatonton, uh, please let us know so you can just stop by and sit and listen to the story of Brother Willie Adams. Okay. And oh, Beth, you got her number? Yes. Okay. Either yeah, text well, her or you can send her my you can send her my number. Well, okay, who was that? Was talking? Was that Mama Yay Yay? Yes, it's Mama Yay Yay Mama. Yes. Okay, okay. It's Mama Yay Yay. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. It's me. And uh, yes, yeah, so if you're in Edenson and I will be head, we driving. <laughs> she gonna drive to grab me up again and take me to Atlanta. We gonna do workshop healing workshops at the healing center there. And then the last stop, we spend two or three days at the farm in a hotel. But we go there every day to you know listen to him. I record his story, and he walks us around to see the the plants. Also, he's he's a hemp farmer. He's growing hemp. And so, uh, you know, so okay. he's going. Yes, so he and also he had bull. He have a have bulls and cows. He was a cow farmer, but he started doing chickens, and he had to let the chickens go because Corgill or someplace called Corgill or something big big chicken place. Uh, he had to let all them thousands and thousands. He had about thirty thousand chickens, and he he was a millionaire, but he let it go because they brought those seeds in to put in the feed of the chicken to blow the chickens up. And he refused to do that. He had promised his grandfather who started that farm a hundred years ago that he would never uh, uh, de-qualify that that farm. He would always keep it organic. Right. He'll be a a double millionaire if he he allow people to come out there and get that cow shit and put it in their hair. (laughs) Put that cow in their hair. (laughs) He'll be a double millionaire. And the hemp, so you know he he got the signs of they don't have any CT or whatever it is that the people think they can smoke. He have signs up that say this don't have that. <laughs> so he he tells a story about all this. All he has a plant that he grows too, uh, about ten acres of, of plants that he a friend of his and him are growing called uh, the the some type of plant from the continent. And what it does, it extracts oil like olive oil but it's more potent than olive oil. And so this plant is grown also on this farm. So these are teaching days. We're having a community center and a, and a bed and breakfast site center built there as well. So people that come, they can stay close to the farm or on the farm. And Beth, right. yeah. remember, I, yeah. remember I was talking about the overground railroad and I said yeah. that we have to start creating oasis, our ancestor spirit and service. Mm-hmm. There it is, because we, yeah. we're finding yeah. these places 
There's a sister in Tuskegee got 47 acres. Prince mm-hmm. Israel has, he's over there, Come, I think he's over near you in Greensboro, but he's got 120 acres. He's up oh, in Philadelphia, God. but he's, he's, he's putting together. We're getting these places. And, and you know what's really, what's the town south of you? Sandersville, right? Yes. Okay. Sand, you know what Sandersville is famous for? Mm. That's where Honorable Elijah Muhammad was born. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And then Alice also, Walker was, well, Alice Walker was Alice, born here in Eatonton. Yeah, and that's his cousin. Right, that's, brother Adam. Mm-hmm. That's brother Adam's cousin. Uh, this the 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 older sister just passed. The older sister yeah, just she passed. Just, she was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Alice Walker was just February sixth was was her 80th birthday because she was here for her 75th when she came here. Because the town right. to honored her for her 75th birthday. That's right. That he told me. Yeah, he certainly did tell me. And uh, you know, he's def- he's in touch with her so so much, and I've spoken with her as well. And she thanked me for you know assisting him. I don't know anything about. I didn't know nothing about no farming. I just knew about government farms because I worked for corporate America. I know what they needed for you and at what time and all that. I didn't know about anything about farming. But I, they have conferences. You know, brother, these farmers have conferences up until uh, the twenty twenty shut down. We were going to conferences right. two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the black farmers have mm-hmm. a big book oh, uh, man. organization in the country. <laughs> they are the biggest farmers conscious, and I didn't even think farmers had conferences. I'm like, y'all don't have no conferences. You know what you're going to talk about, you know, dirt and grind yep. and, you know, broken. Honey, these people are scientists. They're like What's the farmer name? Um, not the peanut butter brother, the uh, whatever the brother was that was the farmer. George Washington Carver. <laughs> Carver, yes, yes. <laughs> These people, oh my God, it's like the the innovative things that they turn the grease from their stoves and the grease from whatever they extract from fuel. They, You know what I'm saying? It's all the machines. Oh my goodness. Mama Yeager, <laughs> So we want to show the children and our people that. And also one last thing, when you were talking about Oasis, brother, everywhere I go and I'm connected to farmers from my people in Louisiana all the way up to North Carolina, uh, the sister there in North North Carolina that has 300 acres to Brother Adam, we said this to us at the conferences. We had our own little private talk. We say we're going to have also these places as safe havens. Right. Okay. That's all ahead, I need Aaron. to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone want to say something? I'm asking. I was just out saying the sister because, you know, that's really what time it is. Just like I had said earlier in reference to all we got to do is put our minds together because, you know, I mean, we're the oldest beings on the planet as far as, you know, man, mankind or whatever. So it ain't nothing new to us. All we just need to do is just like the reverse of the Big Bang Theory, you know, just come back together. That's all. What was you going to say? I yield. On, on the statement. Said, go ahead, Eric. Just real quick, the statement that she made about the farmers are scientists, I could attest to that. Fresh coming from fresh coming from Michigan, all right, what they call the Ohio Valley, coming from Michigan, 
I seen I was on the farm with this sister. She weighed about three hundred pounds. But I'm not clowning. She mm-hmm. is the sweetest, most knowledgeable. When she come out the house and hit the yard, mm-hmm. the cows come mm-hmm. around her like, yeah, this is big mama, man. Y'all ought to see them. <laughs> they surround her. They huddle up. It's like they, they, listen, cows have telepathy. I've seen it. I've mm-hmm. seen them use telepathy. They don't have to say a word. They'll mm-hmm. huddle up and just be facing each other. It's like they making a sun. You know how to, you have a circle and then you have the rays coming out. The one, the one cow was the main communicator would be in the middle. All of them would be facing her in a perfect circle. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So this, this, young lady, she, this young lady, she comes outside, and, man, them cows come over to her, and I don't know what they be doing, what they be talking about. But whenever one of them have a calf, she can look at it and see if it's healthy, if it's, you know, and then she'll go over and talk to the mom, you know, see if the mom is all right, because usually if the baby – Something wrong with the baby, something wrong with the mom, too, you know? And she'll be talking to him, man, and then she'll say, Eric, get ready. This one ain't going to make it. We're going to have to bury it. Oh, man, boy. But she knows. She knows right off the bat if that calf going to make it or if it's going to be a good calf. She said, yeah, he underweight, but I, I can get him back going in about a week. It'll be all right. I'm, I'm going to soup him up. You know, she just lo- she just love what she do. So the, the products that she have, people spend hundreds. When they come and buy her stuff, they coming out their pocket with hundreds of dollars, man. Oh, them Albanian, when them Albanians come through, they don't bring gallons of, of jug for milk. They bring barrels for gallons of milk, barrels. They buy all her meat, whatever she have, man. She say, hey, man, y'all can only buy so much today because I got other people. They'll buy it all, okay? So because they know that they, been out, they come out to the farm and they see what be going on. They see us working. They see us milking the cows. They see us doing feeding time. They see us cleaning and mopping. You know, they know we're serious about it. So when you find a place like that, hey, man, people uh, eat with these people for years and years and years. Man, her family been doing this almost 100 years. So it was a pleasure to be in Michigan to see that, to be a part of it, to have access. They have like 400 acres. They told me eat. As soon as milking is over, you can go do whatever you want. Just come back and eat in the milk. And, man, in between time, what y'all think I was doing? I was running around out there in the forest, man, in my birthday suit. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.